You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. That includes the America First agenda when it comes to foreign policy, but that we aren't necessarily of the same mind about what America First means when it comes to foreign policy. From my perspective, the general approach ought to be this. There is a national security benefit to having the United States of America determine its own course when it comes to the world. I think, unfortunately, we have been boxed in in a certain respect by trade policies of the past that overwhelmingly favored the interests of places like China that do not share our vision of the world. But the fact is that the United States of America has been a great benefit to the world. And when it does not go out in missions of expedition in order to create utopian societies in Afghanistan or Iraq, it actually has had an enormous benefit to the world to have the United States be a bulwark against the kind of ideological foes that we face in so many different respects. What should we offer the world instead? From my perspective, it's very simple. We are meant to uphold order, to uphold peace, to uphold a position within the world that allows for these different nations to pursue their own ends, unfettered by the uh, the admonishment of fascist or authoritarian regimes that would like to bend them to their will. We want them to be able to determine their own course. And we do not, as a nation, stand ready to be beholden to these international entities that would seek to warp American will or direct our path in ways that are not in the priorities of the American people. What does that look like? From my perspective, it's something that's very consistent. And it's something that we shouldn't be pushed off of simply because people have the aim of making the United States not just a policeman of the world in terms of uh, bearing down on people who would do ill, but a world changing entity in terms of uh, a nation that would go out seeking opportunities to warp and evolve different nations in ways that they may not be ready for and they may not be willing to go along with. From my perspective, this is something that's very clear. It's something that is uh, being uh, embodied in many ways by a number of different members of Congress and of the Senate. And it's something that I hope is only encouraged by a new uh, group of, of people who will show up in Washington after November with a mind on changing the path of foreign policy and national security in a beneficial way from a conservative America first agenda. I'm Ben Domenech. Listen and subscribe to the Ben Domenech podcast, which you can find at foxnewspodcast.com. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com.
This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-251-8381 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. What do you have to lose? Call 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. My name is Lola Silvestri, and I'm going to be 95 this year. I was very independent. I fell, and I had to have meals on wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Russell Wilson here. The Play 60, United Way, and the NFL are helping kids play at least 60 minutes a day. Healthy kids! To get involved, go to unitedway.org slash play60. Donate! Are you guys going to do that every time? Yes, of course! Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Taking aim at guns. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. No other developed nation on earth has even a fraction of the mass shootings we have in the United States. Democratic Senator Dick Durbin will preside over a hearing tomorrow on gun violence following the elementary school massacre in Uvalde, Texas. This morning, it's not just guns they'll talk about. The Senate Judiciary Committee holds a hearing today called the domestic terrorism threat after the Buffalo attack. They'll be talking to the son of a woman killed at last month's mass shooting at a Buffalo grocery store. Fox's Jill Nato. Ten people were killed that day, three wounded. Most of them were black. The accused gunman is white. A second arrest last night in Philadelphia in the weekend mass shooting that left three people dead, 11 injured. Rashawn Vereen taken into custody after police searched his home. And came out with bags of evidence. Neighbors watched in disbelief. Yeah, I'm just glad that they caught him. Sources say Vereen is a friend of Gregory Jackson and believed to be involved in the initial fight that's this mass shooting. That's Kelly Rule with Fox 29 TV. It's primary election day in seven states. It's a crowded primary in New Mexico, where the GOP thinks it can unseat Democratic Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham this fall. And in South Dakota, Governor Kristi Noem 
faces a Republican challenger, while Republican U.S. Senator John Thune faces two challengers in his re-election bid as the battle for control of Congress plays out in 2022. Fox's Jeff Benasso. There are also primaries in California, Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, and New Jersey. Here we go again at the gas pump. The price up another nickel today to another record high. AAA's national average now just shy of $4.92 a gallon. And experts at Gas Buddy tell Fox Business it's likely to hit $5 this week. The driving force behind the skyrocketing prices are rising oil prices and the lowest gasoline supplies for this time of year since 2014. That's Carmen Roberts. America's listening to Fox News. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. Big news. Greta Van Susteren is back. She's the host of Newsmax's new show, The Record with Greta Van Susteren. Starting June 14th, Greta reports on the really big stories you need to know. She's smart, tough, and always fair. Get the latest info about her new show. Text the word Greta to 39747. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. Find it on all major cable systems and streaming platforms. Don't miss this. Text Greta to 39747 now. Texting enrolls for automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Just ahead of the primetime evening hearing Thursday for the Democrat-led House Committee investigating last year's Capitol riot. A leader of those who stormed into the Capitol that day is facing a conspiracy charge. Enrique Tario, the former chairman of the Proud Boys group, has been charged with seditious conspiracy. Federal prosecutors say he and four other members of the group were involved in a coordinated attempt to prevent Congress from certifying the 2020 election. Tario was not in D.C. on January 6th. He had been arrested days earlier on a vandalism charge. The four others charged in this latest indictment were also facing previous counts. In the 17 months since the riot, the Justice Department says more than 800 people have been arrested. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Another show of force from the U.S. South Korea flying 20 fighter jets off the coast following a missile test in response to all the North Korean missile launches this year and concern the North Koreans are readying the first nuclear test explosion in almost five years amid sanctions standoff with the U.S. On Wall Street, stocks could go down. Dow futures falling about 200 points after a slight reprieve yesterday when the Dow gained 16 and Nasdaq rose 48. In the NHL playoffs, the Colorado Avalanche will play for the Stanley Cup. Avs control, held out for McCars. Shot stop, rebound, Lincoln and scores! The Colorado Avalanche are headed to the Stanley Cup final! Call courtesy of TNT, Arturi Lekkinen finds the back of the net just over a minute into overtime as the Avalanche defeat the Edmonton Oilers 6-5 Monday and complete the sweep in the Western Conference Final. The Avs on to the Stanley Cup Final for the first time since 2001. Kale Bacar with a five-point night, including a power play goal to open things up in that win as Colorado awaits the winner of the Eastern Conference Final between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Rangers. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. Now game four of that series tonight, the Rangers lead the Lightning 2-1. I'm Dave Anthony, this is Fox News. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let Ardco handle all of your heavy equipment needs. 
I'm Lauren Simonetti, and this is the Fox Business Report. Earlier large gains for the major averages fizzled as bond yields rose, but stocks did manage to finish slightly higher. Investors continue to monitor economic data closely for clues about the Fed's path for raising interest rates. The Dow rising 16 points, the Nasdaq up 49, S&P 500 up 13. And solar energy stocks rose after President Biden said there will be no new tariffs on solar imports for two years. And for the first time in about five years, Amazon stock is trading in three-digit territory after the e-commerce giant's 20-for-1 stock split took effect on Monday. And shares of Spirit Airlines took off, rising 7% after JetBlue Airways sweetened its offer to buy the discount carrier days after rival Frontier upped its own bid. JetBlue says it will now provide a $350 million reverse breakup fee payable to Spirit should the deal fail on antitrust grounds. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 6.06 in the morning. Bernie, what does the widget say over there? You have 76, 77? Actually, clear in 74. It's beautiful. 74. Yeah, wow. Nice, huh? Pretty nice. Yeah, it must be nice. It feels worse outside because it's so freaking humid right now. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be a three hairspray kind of day today. Yes, Daniel Phillips says it's going to be nice. It's going to be hot. Highs in the mid-90s. Uh, again, get ready for another warm one. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a few minutes for News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm Ian Ozan. The big story this morning is redistricting. A federal judge throws out Louisiana's new congressional map. Middle District Judge Shelley Dick ruled that the maps would pose substantial harm to minority voters like the plaintiff. As a result, she gave lawmakers two weeks to draw a new congressional map that created a second majority minority district. Governor John Bell Edwards says he'll call a special session to make sure that lawmakers comply with that order. What is required by Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act, but is required by basic fairness and basic math, and that is to come in and redraw the district. Governor Edwards vetoed the new congressional map back in March. At the time, he said it was unfair to keep the status quo of only one majority-minority district out of six when a third of Louisiana's population identified as non-white. Lawmakers overrode Edwards' veto, leading to the lawsuit. Attorney General Jeff Landry says his office has filed a notice of appeal with the Fifth Circuit Appellate Court. In a tweet, Landry says he believes Judge Dick, quote, erred in her decision, end quote. Meanwhile, the regular legislative session is over. As Kevin Gallagher reports, Republican lawmakers are reflecting on their victories. Acadiana Republican Representative Blake Miguez says the first post-pandemic session was a doozy. A plethora of different diverse issues that we've debated. Billions in pandemic dollars and hurricane relief have flowed into Louisiana, creating a huge revenue surplus. And so... We're going to see a lot of money be invested into Louisiana's infrastructure that have produced multitude for our economy down the road. He says GOP members got a transgender athlete bill through to the governor's desk, amended to be less stringent than the one he vetoed last year. So we're looking forward to the governor reconsidering that bill and hopefully letting that become law or sign that into law. He guess says it would take hours to cover all the things that were worked on this session. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Governor Edwards says he's not going to sign that 
transgender athlete ban. However, he'll allow it to become law without a signature. Edwards says he believes lawmakers would override him if he were to veto the bill once again. Senate Bill 44 was going to become law whether or not I signed it or vetoed it. And I think it's unfortunate, but it is where we are. Edwards added that if lawmakers really wanted fairness for women, they would have passed an equal pay bill. Happening tonight, the Lafayette City Council will discuss how the Guillory administration has handled recent drainage projects. Specifically, the agenda item calls for the council to discuss public bid law, contracts, and legal services related to those projects. This after the current reported that LCG may have skirted public bid law for the St. Martin Spoil Banks project. According to the report, LCG did not bid out that project. Instead, the Guillory administration, according to that report, had the work completed under an as-needed excavation contract. Last week on Acadiana's Morning News, Mayor President Guillory maintained that the work was performed legally. Also at City Hall tonight, the Lafayette City and Parish Councils will meet in a joint session to review its annual audit. As we reported last week, the audit found instances of dedicated tax dollars being misspent and problems with federal funding reporting. Last week on Acadiana's Morning News, Mayor President Guillory attributed those problems to clerical errors and said they had been rectified. The council separately will introduce redistricting ordinances. Each council will consider four different plans. All of those plans maintain the status quo of five city districts and five parish districts. The parish council, meanwhile, will appoint a new member to the Library Board of Control. The new member will replace Doug Palumbo, who resigned last month. Speaking of redistricting, the Lafayette Parish School Board will hold a redistricting workshop tonight at 6 o'clock. The board will present several potential redistricting plans during the session. Again, that's tonight, 6 o'clock, Lafayette School Board office. As a note, this affects the election districts, not school zone districts. In Jeff Davis Parish, state troopers are looking for the driver who struck and killed a bicyclist near Welsh. Happened around 8.30 Monday morning on LA 1126 near Farm Supply Road. Jerry Hughes died after being hit from behind. Call state police if you have information. Happening tomorrow, a public meeting to discuss the Apollo Road Roundabout Project. That meeting scheduled for 6 o'clock at the Scott Event Center. Again, that's tomorrow night. The discussion will entail the road closure at Rue de Bellier and Dulles Drive for construction and the detour routes that will be set up. If you have questions, the fire chief, the mayor, and the police chief will all be there to take your questions. In Lafayette, more delays along Ambassador Caffrey are coming this weekend. The northbound lanes between Settlers Trace Boulevard and Dover Boulevard will see alternating lane closures starting Friday night at 8 o'clock, continuing all the way through Monday morning at 6. Crews will be patching the pavement. In sports, LSU is out of the NCAA baseball tournament. The Tigers lost to Southern Miss 7-6 in the Hattiesburg Regional Final on Monday. No teams from the Pelican State remain in this year's tournament. Now, if you're a Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns fan, you have a rooting interest in Southern Miss. They'll be joining the Sunbelt Conference at the end of July. The Eagles will face Ole Miss in the Super Regionals. The Women's College World Series finals are set. Oklahoma will take on Texas in the best of three championship series. Texas is the first unseeded team to reach the Women's College World Series finals. Oklahoma enters the series as the heavy favorite, though, bringing a 57-3 record into the finals. Texas beat Oklahoma earlier this year, giving the Sooners their first loss of the season. The Sooners got revenge earlier in the Women's College World Series. They handed the Longhorns a loss in the second round of the tournament. Nobody won the big one last night, Bernie. Powerball jackpot up to $210 million. Yeah. But if you were in Hammond, Butterbean, if you were in Hammond and you bought a ticket, check your ticket. Somebody in Hammond won $50,000 in the drawing last night. Had, the four white, uh, had four of the white balls as well as the Powerball, and they took home $50,000. 
dollars. Nice. So what in the jackpot with fifty thousand hey, dollars? That'll is, make for a good Tuesday, huh? Oh, absolutely. You know what else would make for a good Tuesday? <laughs> What's that? Winning the Mega Millions. That yes. jackpot is two hundred seven million dollars tonight for those of you keeping score at home. And finally, Bernie, we have a story that's nuts. Oh, all right. Bring on. Bring on the nuts. We go to Minnesota for this one. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. 4,000 customers lost power briefly oh. last week. Mm. Want to take a guess? Squirrely, 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 I'm guessing. Yep, a squirrel mm. went to the electric chair. Oh. Uh, Minnesota Valley Electric Cooperative said, oh, actually, this is Sunday morning about 7 o'clock. Uh, a squirrel came into contact with the substation equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, 4,000 customers lost power, and one enterprising customer uh, had the squirrel with rice. Ah, brum bum It's 613. <laughs> We've got a lot this morning on Acadiana's Morning News. Trooper Thomas Gossin will be on the air with us, uh, per usual, about 715 this morning. What else is on the agenda today, Bern? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some tips on how we can save on the energy bills. So we'll talk with uh, Clico coming up uh, around 730 or so. Want to also get into lots of discussion about what happened during this legislative session. So, um, and also some decisions by the governor on what he's going to sign, what he's not going to sign, thoughts behind that process. So, we got a lot to try to cover this morning. Yeah, we do have a whole lot to cover this morning. All that in a bag of chips and taste of Acadiana. Mm. We have some tickets this morning, I hear. Yes, yes, we do. It would behoove those who would like to go to tonight's event at the Cajun Dome Convention Center to be listening all during the show this morning. In addition to the Taste of Lafayette and the 30 restaurants that are going to be there and you can sample all their food, the big seafood cook-off championship also takes place tonight. A huge event tonight. It's so much fun. So keep listening. Keep an ear on us. We must do so. Yes, you never know when we're going to give away those tickets. You just don't know. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. We've got ourselves a mostly sunny day today. I think a few fair weather clouds drifting their way through the area, not out of the question. Very similar looking forecast to what we ended up having yesterday. Not really much of a change out there in the overall pattern. I think the biggest thing is we're going to lose that breeze that we got to enjoy yesterday afternoon. Winds today are only going to be out of the south. They'll be at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Highs get to around 92. Heat index obviously going to be running much warmer than that. Overnight lows going to be down in the mid-70s, and it is going to be hot moving forward. We do see temperatures get into the mid-90s starting midweek, and that's going to be the case throughout the rest of the week as well. Looks like the next few days are going to be fairly dry. I think we could start to see a slow return of some of those scattered showers arriving maybe by the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And so many people are getting ready to head to the beach. Some of them already there. Look, if you've been complaining, okay, my back hurts or my shoulders hurt, I've got the aching. Look, if you've got all of this going on with your body, there's great news. And the news is QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is a completely different kind of help that is now available in Lafayette. It's regenerative medicine, meaning it takes what's already in your body and helps your body fight even harder for you to feel better. QC Kinetics can help relieve and get rid of that knee pain, that back pain. 
you know, QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this cutting edge technology. Now, this is an all natural option. No steroids and no drugs and no surgery. Local medical professionals that help you finally get relief from pain. So call for a free consultation today. QC Kinetics, the number 337-243-4222, You know, probably for years you've been dealing with this and you get tired of saying, I can't go because my back is killing me or my knee's been hurting for a couple of years, but I don't want to have to go through any surgery. Well, guess what? With QC Kinetics, you don't have to do any of that. This is medicine-free. There's no steroids, no pain medicines, nothing like that. This is no surgery. It's all about taking what's already in your body and getting it to work even harder for you. It's advanced regenerative treatments, new to Lafayette, with local medical professionals. Call them today. This is your day, 337-243-4222 for QC Kinetics. News Talk 96.5, KPL. right now, traffic. So there was an earlier crash, North University at St. Peter. That's North University at St. Peter. Anybody in that area, if you can call us with an update, that would be much appreciated. Also, a report of a stalled vehicle this morning. This is on Valerie. It's Valerie Drive right in the area around Azalea. So please just make sure that you're buckling up out there. You have the KPL News app. You'll be able to just hit the phone icon, get straight to us in the studio, or send us a text via the app chat. You know, the KPL app, it's free in the app store. It's coming up now in 622. Hey, good morning, Acadiana. You're listening. To Katiana's morning news, Ian and Bernie here with you this morning. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Bernie. How are you? Ah, uh, well, I'm doing well this morning, but I think you and I were, neither one of us were super surprised when a federal judge says to Louisiana's new congressional map. I don't think that was a big shocker to anybody. I, in a way, it is. Well, really? You you don't know how judges are going to rule. Now, in Mm. terms of Louisiana and the argument that the state put up, Mm -hmm. when you look at it in that context, I'm not at all surprised. Yeah. Because the arguments that were made, especially the argument made made by Sharon Hewitt uh, during the override, and I would imagine that's the argument that was based or the argument that the state and Jeff Landry's team put up, when they went into court. Based on that, they, <laughs> you're right. It shouldn't have been a surprise. But again, you never know what a judge is going to see or how they're going to read the law. Mm, I'll the give question, you that part, but. And the question now comes what's going to happen in the Fifth District mm. or the Fifth Circuit Court? Most of those judges are appointed by, were appointed by President Trump. Mm-hmm. So the state is banking on what you would think would be a conservative court ruling in their favor. Based on what we saw in Alabama, where they said we're too close to the elections to overturn the maps. Herein lies the rub, though. Unlike every other state, we don't do our primaries in the in the spring or the early summer. Mm -hmm. Our primary is in November. Mm -hmm. So that argument about too close to the elections is out the Mm -hmm. window. 
because a two-week window given by this judge, assuming the appellate court doesn't stall, gives enough time to get the maps in place well before qualifying. And even if the appellate court says, no, change your maps, qualifying can still happen in well enough time where the candidates can qualify campaign, and we still have an election on schedule in November. So... While while Shelley Dick's opinion in some ways was a surprise, I think this one is more of a toss up. Uh, What's going to happen with the appellate court? Absolutely. I think this one is actually the one that um, it could go either way without a doubt in in my mind. Um, But I guess uh, in terms of the wait and see, I can't wait to see what what kind of what the decision will be and what kind of wording will be used. And what I want to know is if Louisiana loses this case on the appellate side, how mm-hmm. much money will this state have spent well, in legal fees for something that Stevie Wonder could have seen was going to happen? Well, OK, sure. But, you know, having said that, these are lawmakers who, you know, are, are going to play to their base, perhaps, maybe. And that's why the decision was made. Um, I don't know. That's pure speculation on my part. Um or trying to preserve their power. You know, and the thing of it is, yeah, and preserve their power. I mean, I think that's all, unfortunately, part of, of this whole process. Now we get into this special session and, um, well, here's some more money. You know, it, it's ridiculous the amount of money we spend in the state. Although at this point, I don't think anyone really has a big problem with that. Except for the the average taxpayer who thinks how ridiculous it is. And that's the thing. You mentioned playing to the base, and another item playing to the base was a transgender athlete ban. You know that's going to pop up in a lawsuit at some point in the next month or so. Well, see, Somebody is going to sue that it's unconstitutional, know. and the state will spend more money defending it. I don't know if they will or not, because doesn't the LHSAA already have a rule about that? Did no one sue against that, and what were the results The LHSAA has a rule, but here's the thing. The LHSA is a private organization. You really sure. can't do anything to them until mm-hmm. the law or, or until that rule has to be invoked. Mm-hmm. And as we've mentioned time and time before, they've never had to invoke that role. Now the state is jumping into it. And now a law that may or may not be unconstitutional. Again, I'll let the judges figure that one out. A law that may or may not be unconstitutional is put into place. And because it's now law set by the legislature, well, sure. all bets are off. Someone can sue. The LHSAA was a wait and see proposition, Mm. which is why I always advocated for the state just to let this be. It's not been an issue. When it becomes an issue, if it becomes an issue, let the LHSAA handle the legal fallout. Now the state's going to have to deal with it. But here's why some lawmakers want to see that happen, and that is to make sure that something is set in stone as far as state law when it comes to this situation. I think they want... um, either a clear-cut constitutional or unconstitutional ruling. I think that's what drives it. Outside of anything else, they want clear direction, if you will. That's what I think. I think this is a case of, I think it's a case of lawmakers pandering to a base, taking a national social issue, which has no relevance in Louisiana or no bearing here. you can't say that. Leah Thomas is an outlier at the University of Pennsylvania. You do not know what could be going on behind the scenes? I'm so tired of this narrative of, oh, it's all national. Well, no, not really. Uh, not to the people who brought it up. Now, I don't take a position on it either way. 
my thing is, I don't, I, all I hear is that narrative repeated for the last year, year and a half, two years. And I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. We as, as lawmakers and as people, you know, we get to decide and, and share with our lawmakers bills that we want to see enacted and done. So I don't know how you can say that. You don't know. You don't know the athletes that are out there. Um, so I, I don't know. I, to me, that that's that's a, a non-fair assessment, if you will. I mean, you know, all it takes is one person as someone who, and it becomes the case. Mm-hmm. Right. But as someone who follows sports on a regular basis here, and from what I see on the ground as an official, as someone who broadcasts sports and who covers sports, mm-hmm. it's not there. And in fact, it's yeah, some of the smallest schools today, in the, in but the what state. About you, next have, year? you have... Uh, you even if you argue that it's, girls and boys are playing together because they fine. don't have enough right. people. And you're right. But even though it's not an issue today, why wouldn't it be an issue maybe six months down the road or a year down the road? So I I get where people come from with their argument. I just have never bought that argument. Um, I think that's a good talking point sometimes. But, you know, for people who are interested in things and they bring it to their legislators, you know, the thought of, oh, this could never happen. Well, that's why people bring this up to their legislators. And right. I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but right now it's not worth. Oh, good Lord. I almost just hit the emergency SOS on my iPhone, not realizing what I was. Doing. Oh, my God. Don't do that. OK, seriously. What no, kind of and I'm glad I heard the noise. Apparently on the new iPhone, when you yeah. hit, when you mash down on the right button on the side, <laughs> yeah. it will do the emergency SOS. So I don't know if you heard that whoop. I did. Whoop in it the was background. very. Yeah, it was very interesting. It was, it was giving a five second countdown. It would have called nine one one if I wouldn't have God. caught it in time. Okay, thank God you did. All right. Well, on that note, it's <laughs> time for more headlines coming up anyway. So I, it was I, kind of I, I think timing. that's the. I, uh, yeah, I think that's nature's way of telling us it's time to wrap. <laughs> Coming up now on 631, <laughs> Ian does have a look at headlines on the way, and we'll discuss more about the legislative session. And um, something went wrong with my car, and the Ross Tire people fixed it, fixed it. But then there was something about this massive air moving and swishing or sucking. I don't know. I'm going to tell you about that coming up, too. Does that sound good? <laughs> You okay there, buddy? Oh, God. I, I don't know. I think Ross Tyrant Service needs to fix me. <laughs> Maybe we should both go in for a tune-up. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> coming up now yes. at 631, Ian's going to be in the news chair. Coming up. Live and local every day in Acadiana. And the only place you can voice your opinion on your favorite KFL shows. We're your home for news and talk in Acadiana. This is KFL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. It's 6.35 in the morning, 74 degrees outside. Daniel Phillips says a slight chance of showers today, but a lot of sunshine in the meantime. High of 92. Full look at the forecast coming up in a few minutes for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. The big story this morning is redistricting. A federal judge throws out Louisiana's new congressional map. Middle District Judge Shelley Dick ruled that the maps would pose substantial harm to minority voters like the plaintiff. As a result, she gave lawmakers two weeks to draw a new congressional map to create a second majority minority district. Governor John Bell Edwards says he'll call a special session to make sure lawmakers comply with that order.
what is required by Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act, but is required by basic fairness and basic math, and that is to come in and redraw the district. Governor Edwards vetoed the new congressional map after the legislature approved it back in March. At the time, he said it was unfair to keep the status quo if only one majority minority district, or excuse me, of only one majority minority district out of six when one third of Louisiana's population identifies as non-white. Lawmakers overrode Edwards' veto, leading to the lawsuit. Attorney General Jeff Landry says his office has filed a notice of appeal with the Fifth Circuit Appellate Court. In a tweet, Landry says he believes Judge Dick, quote, aired in her decision, end quote. Meanwhile, the regular session is over. Kevin Gallagher reports Republican lawmakers are reflecting on their victories. Arcadiana Republican Representative Blake Miguez says the first post-pandemic session was a doozy. A plethora of different diverse issues that we've debated. Billions in pandemic dollars and hurricane relief have flowed into Louisiana, creating a huge revenue surplus. And so... We're going to see a lot of money be invested into Louisiana's infrastructure that will produce multitude for our economy down the road. He says GOP members got a transgender athlete bill through to the governor's desk, amended to be less stringent than the one he vetoed last year. So we're looking forward to the governor reconsidering that bill and hopefully letting that become law or sign that into law. He guess says it would take hours to cover all the things that were worked on this session. I'm Kevin Gallagher. As Miguez alluded to, Governor John Bell Edwards will allow that transgender athlete ban to become law without his signature. Edwards says he believes lawmakers would override him if he were to veto that bill again. Senate Bill 44 was going to become law whether or not I signed it or vetoed it. And I think it's unfortunate, but it is where we are. Edwards added that if lawmakers really wanted fairness for women, they would have passed an equal pay bill. Happening tonight, the Lafayette City Council will discuss how the Guillory administration has handled recent drainage projects. Specifically, the agenda item calls for the council to discuss public bid law, contracts, and legal services related to the projects. Last week, the current reported that LCG may have skirted public bid law in performing the St. Martin Spoil Banks project. According to that report, LCG did not bid out the project. Instead, the report says the Guillory administration had the work completed under an as-needed excavation contract. Last week on Acadiana's Morning News, Mayor President Guillory maintained the work was performed legally. Also tonight at City Hall, the city and parish councils will meet in a joint session to review the annual audit. We reported last week the audit found instances of dedicated tax dollars being misspent and problems with federal fund reporting. Last week, Mayor President Guillory told us that those problems were clerical errors and that they've been corrected. The council separately will introduce redistricting ordinances. Each council will consider four different plans. Each of those plans maintains the status quo of five city districts and five parish districts. On the parish council agenda, the Library Board of Control, parish council members will appoint a new member to replace Doug Palumbo. He resigned last month. In Jeff Davis Parish, state troopers are looking for the driver who struck and killed a bicyclist near Welsh. It happened around 8.30 Monday morning on LA 1126 near Farm Supply Road. Jerry Hughes died after being hit from behind. Call state police if you have information. In Scott, officials will hold a public meeting tomorrow to discuss the Apollo Road Roundabout project. That meeting scheduled for 6 o'clock tomorrow night at the Scott Event Center. On the agenda, a discussion entailing the road closure at Rue de Bellier and Dulles Drive. Mayor Jan Scott Richard, Chad Sonier, the fire chief, and police chief Chad Leger will be there to discuss the detour routes that will be set up and to answer any questions people might have about the project. In Lafayette, more delays along Ambassador Caffrey are coming this weekend. The northbound lanes between Settlers Trace and Dover Boulevards will see alternating lane closures from Friday night at 8 o'clock through Monday at 6 in the morning. Crews will be patching the pavement. 
in sports. LSU knocked out of the NCAA baseball tournament. The Tigers lost to Southern Miss 7-6 on Monday. No teams from the Pelican State remain in the tournament. Now, if you're a Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns fan, you have a rooting interest in Southern Miss. That's because the Eagles will be joining the Sun Belt Conference at the end of July. For those of you keeping score at home, Southern Miss plays Ole Miss in the Super Regional. Women's College World Series finals are set. Texas will take on Oklahoma. Oklahoma is 57-3. and One of those three losses coming to Texas earlier this season. Though the Longhorns got their comeuppance at the hands of the Sooners. The Sooners beat Texas just a few days ago in the second round of the World Series. Best of three series, by the way, begins tomorrow. Nobody won the Powerball last night. $210 million jackpot for tomorrow. Someone in Hammond, though, won $50,000. Mega Millions jackpot tonight worth $207 million. And finally, Bernie? Oh, yeah. Meow. Oh, boy. Bob Carriker's favorite kind of story. We go to England for this one. Firefighters had to come to the rescue of a cat. This putty tat attempted to walk in the narrow gap between two buildings. Mm. And you can guess what happened next. Wow. I tell you. Uh-huh. The cat got wedged between the buildings, tried to squeeze past the pipe. It didn't exactly work. <laughs> then what happened? Oh, poor little well, cat. he was stuck there and he mowed for help. The fire station uh, rescued the cat. They had to use some small tools to free him and give him back to his owner. By the way, the cat's name is Reggie. Oh, That may be the best part of the story. Yeah. The cat's name is Reggie, and he looks like he could be competing in the super heavyweight division. Oh, Really? He's a big old kitty cat? He's a big cat, and quite frankly, I'm amazed he even fit in that crack considering how big he is. <laughs> the shame on his face in the... Uh, <laughs> In the oh, picture no. they posted online. Really? He's looking up. He's like, all right, guys, just get me out of here. I'm embarrassed enough. Y'all don't have to take pictures. Just get me out of here. <laughs> oh, poor kitty cat. He likes his meow mix, huh? Yeah, he does. And I got to give him credit and the photographer credit. The coloration of the brick, the cat, and and the pipe, the cat kind of blends in. It, yeah. Like, yeah, the the... From an artistic standpoint, this is really nice. It looks like the pipe is coming straight out of his belly. It's like he was impaled, but he's just wrapped around it pretty nicely. Oh, yeah. Oh. You're so funny, though. The comment you made was priceless. How did he think he was even going to get in there? Anyway? Yeah, it's I'm, I don't know. But <laughs> considering that this happened in England. Yeah. You know what the firefighters said when they saw Reggie when they arrived? What? What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. I had to work that in. <laughs> that was good. Excellent work. Excellent you. work, young man. All right, coming up on 643. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. We've got ourselves a pretty similar looking forecast to what we ended up having yesterday. Maybe a few degrees warmer out there with winds from the south at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. So we're going to lose a bit of that breeze that we got to enjoy yesterday afternoon. Mostly sunny skies. Highs are going to get to around 92. Humid outside as well, although we do stay fairly dry. Not much in the way of shower chances today. Same kind of thing coming up again for tomorrow, although I do think we start to get closer to the mid-90s by tomorrow. And that's going to be the case moving forward through the rest of the week. A few spotty showers on the way for the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL.
to right now. 74 degrees, partly sunny skies. Still looking pretty good out there so far this morning. Weather brought to you by Broussard Poche, certified public accountants, your firm for a lifetime. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. Going with an all clear at the moment. No crashes, no breakdowns to report to you. Please make sure, though, that you buckle up. Keep it safe out there today, okay? This is Acadiana's home for breaking news and weather. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. It's coming up now at 647 on Acadiana's Morning News Tuesday morning has arrived. All right. So, Ian, what do you think about this whole Dave and Buster's thing? I'll believe it when I see it. I know. It. That's what I was thinking yesterday, too. Now, I know that there's, you know, they're looking at some possible areas and all this. But um, I don't know. You know, I realize that, that things change, et cetera. It's just... You know, the rumors about Dave and Buster's for the last 10 years. But the thing is, we've heard rumors about Dave and Buster's. We've heard rumors about P.F. Chang. Oh, of course, of course. About yeah. What are some of the other ones we've heard? Mm. Again, I'll believe it when I see it because we hear all this talk and then things that fall through. Look at the Bucky situation. We were allegedly supposed to have one of those five yeah, years ago. But you know what got in the way of the Bucky's, huh? Right. Depending on who you believe, it was backdoor allegations politics and of, Yeah, allegations of here's my hand put something in it but you know what that's sad to say i, I don't i i totally believe well, that, that i believe yeah me too that's so sad <laughs> but that's the thing i'll believe it when i see it and dave and busters yes i get it. it's great but some of the comments i saw in the post yesterday especially on the developing lafayette page which i love the fact that they alluded to it by saying we're not talking about it we're not saying anything until the ink is dry if you know you know right and one of the comments underneath it and i think someone echoed the same thing on our uh, facebook page as well when we posted it was in typical lafayette fashion it'll be here for three years the the novelty will wear off it'll just be another business that closed mm. so i'm that's the interesting thing with this if dave and busters comes can it be sustained or will it be yet another victim of Lafayette's passing fancies? I don't know. All I do know is I'm not going to invest a bunch of money in something that I can't make happen, that I can't make sustain itself. So I don't know if I'd want to risk all that and not have continued success. I don't know. Uh, but I understand where you're coming from. That's that's for sure. Now, they yeah. have like 142 locations. Um Across America, you know, and, and Puerto Rico. Um, they had announced plans. They're going to try to add 200 more in North America. So I, I'm with you. I believe it when I see it, when they start constructing it. Um, and I got, my biggest question, too, I think kind of trails what, what uh, you were already talking about. My thing is, I think it sounds, you know, exciting, but it makes me worried for local businesses. Who, I'm not worried who about offer local... entertainment for adults. Let me put it that way. I'm not worried about local businesses per se because Dave and Buster's has a niche audience. True. Really and truly, you know what we need here? We don't necessarily need another restaurant, which is what Dave and Buster's ultimately is going to be. We just need someone to come back with the classic Aladdin's Castle Land of Oz arcade <laughs> setup. 
let's just get a ton of pinball not without machines, beer a ton of old school <laughs> uh, arcade games <laughs> and you know what i like the beer concept uh-huh. get, get loaded do uh play uh, play a lot of video games maybe mm-hmm. some uh, simple bar food nothing uh, too out there yeah it's dave and, and busters bud there i know but, but that's dave and busters you dave just described Bu- them but dave and busters doesn't have just based on my limited experience with them doesn't have a lot of the old classic arcade games well i and that's I, what i'm talking I about going that. back to the old mm-hmm. back when bally's ran right. land of oz and aladdin's castle the games you got back in the late 80s early even into the mid 90s mm-hmm. getting some of those just some of the really old uh, the <laughs> older style arcade games and just run with that and hey i don't even need the beer just let me go waste my quarters oh. i'm good I totally understand that. All right, somebody's jumping on the phone lines to get in. Hi, good morning. Your thoughts? Hey, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of in agreement with you guys. I think that the the luster is going to wear off in about two, three years, maybe five at the most. Uh, the unsavories will start, you know, trickling in and kind of uh, ruin it for everyone. Uh, but Baton Rouge has this little thing, um, a couple of little spots called uh, Quarters. And it's just like Ian was talking about, uh, an adult Aladdin's Castle. Pool tables, video games, they got stuff for the kids, they got stuff for the adults. And you could put it in, in one of these abandoned uh, shopping center places like the old K&B Drugs on Johnson Street um, that I just drove by that's just chilling, empty. Yeah. Nothing's going on. It'd be a lot better than another storage facility or a car wash. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you make some great points. Anything's better love than it. another storage facility love or a car wash. It. Love that. Uh, love that thought process. It's coming up now on 6.53, and I'm with you, Ian. We'll, we'll hang tight and see uh, see what happens. It's a mystery. Bernie, the I, David I Buster's feeling. mystery. You do? Yeah, I, I think I got Pac-Man fever. Oh, Oh, dude, I was not looking for... An Apple AirTag links to your iPhone and uses Wi-Fi or even other iPhones to report its precise location back to you. But AirTags can also be used to track the unsuspecting and in this case, kill them. I'm Kim Commando brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Reports of AirTags being used illegally are popping up all over, this time in Indianapolis. A suspicious woman slipped an Apple AirTag into her boyfriend's pocket. It led her to a local bar. There he was, sharing a drink with a lady friend. Naturally, all hell broke loose. The boyfriend moved the fight to the parking lot where the girlfriend got into her car and ran him over, stopped, backed up, and ran him over again. He was 26. Androids will not alert you automatically. You need to download the Apple app, and it doesn't really work very well. Any alert that you get, take it very seriously. I post breaking tech news 24-7 at my website, commando.com. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like leaving your keys in your car while you run into the gas station. You're probably fine, but what if you come back to see someone driving off with your car? Here's the thing. Your data is valuable. Hackers can make up to $1,000 per person selling personal info on the dark web. And every time you connect to an unencrypted network at a cafe, hotel, or airport, Any hacker on the same network can gain access to your personal data unless you use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the Internet. Just fire up the app and click one button to get protected. ExpressVPN works on all devices, phones, laptops, tablets, and more, so you can stay secure on the go. Secure your online data today 
by visiting expressvpn.com slash Kim. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim to get an extra three months free. expressvpn.com slash Kim. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Stock futures are trending down this morning ahead of the opening bell on Wall Street. This follows gains on Monday. Oil prices inching higher today. Global supply is expected to get even tighter as Beijing eases its latest round of COVID restrictions on its people. China is the world's second largest economy. Companies in the solar panel industry were some of the biggest gainers on Monday. This after President Biden ordered emergency measures to increase U.S. manufacturing of solar panels. Bitcoin is trading lower earlier today. Ethereum and Doge coin not faring much better and a house democrat is proposing a 1000 percent tax on rifles deemed to be assault weapons congressman donald Byer is introducing a bill targeting ar-15 style guns the tax could raise the price of the weapons from anywhere from five thousand to twenty thousand dollars that's your fox business report i'm tom graham invested in you after 9 11 ben harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the army But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. $5 gasoline. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. People in 13 states and Washington, D.C. are already paying that. Now the national average up under the nickel overnight is just eight cents shy. AAA has it at four ninety-two per gallon. That's up thirty cents in the last week. This is putting a huge pinch on consumers, particularly seniors on a fixed income. Republicans like Senator Ron Johnson blame Biden energy policies. The president has blamed Russia's invasion and oil companies. Fox's Peter Ducey's at the White House. Officials around here are rolling out a plan for the president to use the Defense Production Act to build solar panels and to install installation as part of a long-term climate agenda. But as for the short-term pain at the pump that people are feeling, not really anything. Everything's on the table, as you heard us you heard us say the last couple of weeks. We're going to continue to do everything that we can. That's White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. The Senate holds a hearing today on domestic terrorism. The son of one of the 10 people killed in the Buffalo supermarket shooting in New York will testify. Most of those victims were black, the accused gunman, a white supremacist. Tomorrow, there'll be another hearing on gun violence. We have the momentum because the country is not going to accept nothing as the answer, as has been the answer, shooting 
after shooting. Democratic Senator Chris Murphy, a bipartisan group of lawmakers, is working on a possible compromise. Thursday, the Democrat-led House Committee investigating last year's Capitol riot will have an evening hearing. A former leader of the Proud Boys group has been charged with seditious conspiracy for that riot. It's primary election day in seven states, California among them. In California jungle primaries, several Democrat incumbents are looking at strong GOP challengers who are hoping for big pickups in November. Fox's Brooks Singman, some Republican Congressman from California also facing primary challengers backed by former President Trump. Voters in Iowa, Missouri, Montana, New Jersey, New Mexico, South Dakota also voted. America's listening to Fox News. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. Big news. Greta Van Susteren is back. She's the host of Newsmax's new show, The Record with Greta Van Susteren. Starting June 14th, Greta reports on the really big stories you need to know. She's smart, tough, and always fair. Get the latest info about her new show. Text the word Greta to 39747. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. Find it on all major cable systems and streaming platforms. Don't miss this. Text Greta to 39747 now. Texting enrolls for automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. The Summit of the Americas is underway this week in California, but Mexico's leader will not be there. Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador will not attend the Summit of the Americas this week in Los Angeles. Lopez Obrador had objected to the U.S. excluding the leaders of Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela. The president's principal position is that we do not believe that dictators should be invited. Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre says there has been candid engagement with the Mexican leader. And Lopez Obrador is expected to visit President Biden here in Washington next month. The summit is intended to bring leaders from this hemisphere together for talks on trade, migration, and climate change. In Washington, Jared Halpern, Fox News. We always fear the worst when we hear a four-year-old has gone missing. But this story of a child who got lost in the wilderness in Montana has a happier ending. Four-year-old Riker Webb was found unharmed, but hungry, thirsty, and cold after a massive search involving helicopters, drones, and canine teams. The youngster was reported missing late Friday by a concerned neighbor. Deputies soon learning he had already been missing for about two hours at that point. Webb had been last seen playing with the family dog in his yard. Webb was found two days after he disappeared, about two and a half miles from where he went missing. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. On Wall Street, looks like we could have a big return to selling. Dow futures down more than 200 points after the slight gains yesterday. On the ice. Avs control, held, out for McCarr, shot stop, rebound, Lightning scores! The Colorado Avalanche are headed to the Stanley Cup final. The call on TNT, the Avalanche complete a sweep of the Edmonton Oilers with a 6-5 win in overtime. Colorado now awaits the NHL Eastern Conference champion. New York leads Tampa Bay 2-1 in that series. Game four is tonight. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center.
It's 7.07 in the morning. Bernie, my widget says the pollen is high. Once again, we don't need a widget to tell us that. Oh. So what's the temperature right now? <laughs> yes, pollen is high. Pollen is high. Partly Bernie, sunny in 74. Yeah, I just forgot there to put the little buttony yeah, button. thing in. Yeah, it happens. Yes, pollen is high. Pollen is high. I thought you might have run off to Dave and Buster's to go play uh, Miss Pac-Man. No. Don't think I didn't think to myself, hmm. I wonder how, you know, okay, it's 74, it's partly okay. sunny, we know the pollen is high. While you're doing headlines, I'm going to find out how much it costs to purchase a Miss Pac-Man machine, because maybe a few of us can go in together. <laughs> uh, I, I like that idea. Let's go ahead and do that. Okay. Uh, Daniel Phillips says 10% chance of rain today, partly cloudy, lots of sunshine, high of 92. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit. For News Talk 96.5, KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. The big story this morning is redistricting. A federal judge throws out Louisiana's new congressional map. Middle District Judge Shelley Dick ruled that the maps would pose substantial harm to minority voters like the plaintiff. As a result, she gave lawmakers two weeks to draw a new congressional map that includes a second majority minority district. Governor John Bell Edwards says he'll call a special session to make sure that lawmakers comply with that order. What is required by Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act, but is required by basic fairness and basic math, and that is to come in and redraw the district. Governor Edwards vetoed the new congressional map after lawmakers approved it in March. At the time, he said it was unfair to keep the status quo of only one majority-minority district out of six. That's because one-third of Louisiana's population identifies as non-white. Attorney General Jeff Landry says his office has filed a notice of appeal with the Fifth Circuit Appellate Court. In a tweet, Landry says he believes Judge Dick, quote, erred in her decision, end quote. The regular legislative session is over, and as Kevin Gallagher reports, Republican lawmakers are reflecting on their victories. Arcaniata Republican Representative Blake Miguez says the first post-pandemic session was a doozy. A plethora of different diverse issues that we've debated. Billions in pandemic dollars and hurricane relief have flowed into Louisiana, creating a huge revenue surplus, and so... We're going to see a lot of money be invested into Louisiana's infrastructure that will produce multitude for our economy down the road. He says GOP members got a transgender athlete bill through to the governor's desk, amended to be less stringent than the one he vetoed last year. So we're looking forward to the governor reconsidering that bill and hopefully letting that become law or sign that into law. He guess says it would take hours to cover all the things that were worked on this session. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Miguez mentioned the transgender athlete bill. Governor Edwards says he'll let that bill become law without signing it. Edwards says he believes lawmakers would override him if he were to veto the bill for a second year in a row. Senate Bill 44 was going to become law whether or not I signed it or vetoed it. And I think it's unfortunate, but it is where we are. Edwards says that if lawmakers really wanted fairness for women, they would have passed an equal pay bill instead. Happening tonight, the Lafayette City Council will discuss how the Guillory administration has handled recent drainage projects. Specifically, the agenda item calls for the council to talk about public bid contracts and legal services related to the drainage projects. This after the current reported that LCG may have skirted public bid law for the St. Martin Parish Spoil Banks project. According to that current report, LCG did not bid out that project. Instead, the Guillory administration, the report says, had the work done under an as-needed excavation contract. Last week on Acadiana's Morning News, Mayor President Guillory maintained the work was performed legally. Also at City Hall tonight, the city and parish councils will meet in a joint session to review its annual audit. As we reported last week, that audit found instances of dedicated tax dollars being spent elsewhere and problems with federal fund reporting. Mayor President Josh Guillory told us last week that those problems were due to clerical errors, errors, he says, that have now been fixed. 
The council separately will introduce redistricting ordinances. Each plan, or each council rather, will consider four different plans. All of those plans maintain the status quo of five city districts and five parish districts. On the parish council agenda, the Library Board of Control, the parish council will appoint a new member to replace Doug Palumbo. In Jeff Davis Parish, state troopers are looking for a driver who struck and killed a bicyclist near Welsh. Happened around 8.30 Monday morning on LA 1126 near Farm Supply Road. Jerry Hughes died after being hit from behind. Call state police if you have information. Happening tomorrow, a public meeting to discuss the Apollo Road Roundabout Project. That meeting scheduled for 6 o'clock tomorrow night at the Scott Event Center. The discussion will entail the road closure at Rudabellier and Dulles Drive to allow that construction to happen. Mayor Jan Scott Richard, Police Chief Chad Leger, and Fire Chief Chad Sonny will be there. They'll discuss detour routes that'll be set up and answer any questions that you may have. In Lafayette, more delays along the Ambassador Caffrey Corridor. This weekend, the northbound lanes between Settlers Trace Boulevard and Dover Boulevard will see alternating lane closures. Starts Friday night at 8, continues through Monday morning at 6. Crews will be patching the pavement. In sports, LSU is out of the NCAA baseball tournament. The Tigers lost to Southern Miss 7-6, the final score on Monday. No teams from the Pelican State remain in the tournament. Now, if you're a Louisiana Raging Cajuns fan, you have a rooting interest in Southern Miss. They'll be joining the Sunbelt Conference at the end of July. They'll take on Ole Miss in the Super Regional. Women's College World Series finals are set. Texas will take on Oklahoma in the best of three series. That begins tomorrow. Powerball jackpot up to $210 million. Nobody won the big one last night, but someone in Hammond won $50,000. Mega Millions jackpot tonight, $207 million. Time for our Cartridge World trivia, Bernie. Yes, okay. Cartridge World is right over in the Ambassador Rose Shopping Center. They will save you money on yes, your ink and tuna. Yes, yes. All right. What what ways uh, will you torture me this morning? Business and industry oh, God. is the category. I'm going to flunk. Here we go. This will be fun, though. Well, everybody's going to <laughs> flunk this because this is oh. one that's uh, this is one that would fall under the uh, brain buster category. For those of you who are oh. fans of uh, our friends across the hall at KTDY. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm going down in the flames. Okay. Bring it I'm on. going to give you a list of companies. Oh, God. Okay. You have to tell me what they have in common. Okay. Chevron. Mm-hmm. 3M. Mm-hmm. MasterCard. Plastics. IBM. Oh, we're still going? Bank of America. Okay. National Geographic. Hmm. Pfizer. Arby's and the National Basketball Association. What do they all have in common? It's not plastics? No. Huh. Okay. I'll give you a couple more. Okay. Harley Davidson, Cat, Discover Card, Cox Communications. They all make a lot of money. Well, there's that. Okay. Uh, no, I don't know. When you think of these companies. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing that comes to mind, especially when you think of a name like Harley Davidson or you think of an entity like Arby's? Fun and food, baby. But think about the visual. <laughs> think about think about what you see when you see their branding. Okay, I got nothing, bro. All of their logos, all of these companies that I mentioned, yeah. all of their logos were designed by the same guy. Oh. Alan Siegel is his name. Ah. And he's been doing a logo design for more than 50 years. 
And, of course, this year is the 75th anniversary of the National Basketball Association. Oh. And NBA.com did a nice little article about Siegel and how he came up with the NBA logo when he was hired in 1969 to do that. And as you scroll farther down the article, you see a list, or you see a list, rather, of the past and current clients of Alan Siegel. Uh, among them are NPR, National Geographic, Cox Communications, Chevron, mm -hmm. DuPont, MasterCard, 3M, Major League Baseball, Nike. No, that's not Nike. Never mind. I misread that logo. It was too small. Uh, let's see. SunTrust is in there. AARP and General Electric. Allstate among some of the logos he's done. He also, in addition to the NBA, also designed the Major League Baseball logo. Wow. That's so really whenever you see a logo in and around the public, there's a very good chance that Alan Siegel was the guy who created it. Neat. Very nice. And there's your cartridge roll trivia for the day. I love it. That was glorious. Glorious. And I'm looking at another one right oh, now sorry, that, sorry, that wait, hits me close, close to the heart. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, false start, false start, restart. No, it's okay. I, I see one in here that hits me close to the heart, and that's Toys R Us, because I still want to be a Toys R Us kid. Aw, who doesn't, man? That's too fun. May I press yes. the button? Okay. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. We've got ourselves a mostly sunny day today. I think a few fair weather clouds drifting their way through the area, not out of the question. Very similar looking forecast to what we ended up having yesterday. Not really much of a change out there in the overall pattern. I think the biggest thing is we're going to lose that breeze that we got to enjoy yesterday afternoon. Winds today are only going to be out of the south. They'll be at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Highs get to around 92. Heat index obviously going to be running much warmer than that. Overnight lows going to be down in the mid-70s, and it is going to be hot Moving forward, we do see temperatures get into the mid-90s starting midweek, and that's going to be the case throughout the rest of the week as well. Looks like the next few days are going to be fairly dry. I think we could start to see a slow return of some of those scattered showers arriving maybe by the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And right now, 75 now. Mostly sunny skies here at KPAL. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. Southwest of Angeline through Wade, East Pinhook. Low fender bender there. Southwest of Angeline through Wade, East Pinhook. Other than that, things are moving smoothly. Make sure that you buckle up. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana.
It is coming up now on 723 on Acadia's Morning News. All right, so on Tuesday mornings, we get a chance to learn more information from Louisiana State Police Troop by Spokesman Trooper Thomas Gosson. Good morning. Good morning. So, Good morning, Thomas. Hello, Ian. I thought you were here today. I was surprised when you walked in. When I walked yeah. in and you weren't here. <laughs> yeah, it's the magic of radio. And speaking of magic, Louisiana State Troopers have a, a bit of magic about them. Uh, for those who were at KPEL965.com yesterday, saw the story we posted about the trooper who stopped to help a woman and Scott with a flat tire. That trooper is Mike Starling. Mm-hmm. But in the comments to that post, someone else wrote that another trooper, whom, whose name she didn't get, uh-huh. Just a few days prior, stopped her in the same situation, or had stopped in the same situation, had some car trouble, helped her get back on the road and stayed with her until she was good to go. Mm -hmm. And we talk about the serve and protect part, about what law enforcement is, but this goes to show that state troopers go above and beyond. So my question for you is, is this something that is innate in state troopers or is this something that you guys learn in uh, in the academy where you if you see someone you stop and make sure that they're safe until they're ready to go look a very part of a very dangerous part of traveling is actually sitting on the side of the road so you know just part of that protect and serve is is stopping even if it's some somebody that's changing the tire and they've got it a lot of times we'll go just to put those lights on and try to slow traffic down and move them over but, you know, uh, Starling and the rest of those guys, man, they 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 really nice guys. They go out of their way to help people. You know, Starling actually served with Lafayette PD for years and years and then came over to state police. So um, we're really, really happy to have guys like that that really, you know, really care about the community. And and, and a lot of them do. And we, we, we're very happy to that. And, we, and, you know, we're really happy when, when people out there acknowledge what they do because, you know, we always hear the bad in the news yeah. and things like that. And, 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 you know, and obviously that's not majority of, of people's sentiment that they they're anti-police but um it does help to to be recognized for you know something that he's done positive for sure you know we they all appreciate that very much mm-hmm. all right so let's talk a little bit about topic at hand this morning the idea of um securing your load whether mm-hmm. you have a pickup truck or I don't know, maybe you decide to throw something on top of the minivan and secure it with some bungee cords or you even have a trailer. Mm -hmm. Um, It really is our responsibility as the driver Mm -hmm. to make sure that stuff stays put. Correct. Hold on, you mean you can't be Clark W. Griswold and just drive down (laughs) the road willy-nilly with stuff on the roof? I know, with no Aunt Edna. Yeah, (laughs) no Aunt Edna in her purse, no. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't, they take this for granted. Um, You know, we, we, we... Get notifications. You know, Louisiana Highway Safety Commission sends out a lot of good information, and, and we try to spread that information. You know, Lisa Freeman is the executive director, really, really a go getter, really get out there and passionate about safety. So we we got this, and I really wanted to talk about this because it is something I've been in a situation where I've taken it for granted, and something flies out the trailer and hits a car behind me. You know, I'm responsible for that. So June 6th was actually Secure Your Load Day, and we don't really look at it as you don't think about it as being a big problem but national data stated that in 2020 just because of these things recently this was recently put out by national highway safety uh, transportation safety administration 715 deaths just in 2020 cool right just due to unsecure load 16,000 injuries over 16,000 actually and 82,000 property crashes and that's just due to unsecure loads national when i think 
about that. And I think about the time because I had some boxes, I had a couple boxes in the back of uh, my husband's truck and I was driving down the roadway and thankfully Mm -hmm. my sister was following me. Mm -hmm. So when the box kind of the lip of the box, you know, you do that foreclosed thing. It opened and became a parachute. Caught that wind. It sure did. And thankfully she happened to be driving behind me. So nothing happened to me, but had that been another driver, right. yeah, I would have maybe messed up their car or hurt somebody. That's, that's, that's absolutely correct. And you're responsible for that damage, whatever damage is caused. Plus, you know, you, you can be cited for insecure load. So we like to put out the idea of, you know, always, always tie downs and rope. And that's really cheap. That's really cheap insurance. You know, I, I like to tell people, you look, that trampoline that you just threw away because the wind just demolished it. Keep that netting. It has hooks on it. Keep that netting and use that to cover your loads on your trailers and as securing things. So that's a really good way to secure loads on your on your on your trailer in the back of your truck, whatever you do. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to tie down larger objects. You see some people moving equipment, different things like that. Tie mm-hmm. that down to the trailer or to the vehicle itself. You want to cover that entire load. You see, eighteen wheelers or, or dump trucks, mm-hmm. they're actually required to cover their loads. Because oh. for stuff not flying yeah, out, out of it, that's yeah. correct. Makes so, sense, but right, wow. and that, that's a pretty little hefty fine, from my understanding. Ooh. That if they don't have that that tarp rolled back on on their load, mm-hmm. you know, they can get in some serious issues with that. Um, and they don't want to. You don't want to overload your vehicle either. You need to understand trailers have a max weight, vehicles have a max weight of towing capacity, things like that. You you're really gonna. It becomes a real big issue when you're trying to stop or steer. <laughs> Right, and how you secure the load to the trailer as far as for weight, you don't want to put too much weight in the back of it. Then you start swerving at high rates, and you've probably seen trailers on the interstate, yeah, and they go fast and they start wiggling back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, the 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 weight distribution is incorrectly. You want a little bit more weight on the tongue, but and and obviously, you always want to double check these straps once you get down the road a little ways. You know, let's mm-hmm. pull over, stop, go make sure the load didn't settle a little bit. You got a little more slack in the straps. You can tighten them down a little bit more. Um, we get a lot of calls about a rock broke my windshield, and here's yep. the here or something. Here's the problem: you cannot. We're not. It doesn't count if the vehicle picks up a rock off the roadway and throws it back, flings or, it on your or flings it on your windshield. It was already in the roadway. Mm-hmm. That that's different than it falling off the trailer and bouncing and then hitting your vehicle. That's okay. totally totally separate issue. Makes yeah. sense though. Correct. So you know, I know a lot of the professional drivers out there, the commercial drivers that drive. They, if if you've ever seen these guys strap some mm-hmm. stuff down, they serious about it, right? And they, and they need mm-hmm. to be. Um, but we, as just recreational, or you know, yeah, we may not think about that. We don't think about that a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's happened to me before, <laughs> personally. <laughs> me too. You know, sent, <laughs> yep, yep. Had somebody who had their butt paint buffed out of their vehicle because because something flew off my trailer. This is years and years ago, but ever since then, I've learned my lesson. I'm mm-hmm. going to secure those loads no matter what. I know it's going to take me five extra minutes, but it's well worth it. Well worth it. Now, Trooper Gossett, let's say someone thinks they've secured their load. Emphasis on thinks mm-hmm. they've properly secured their load. But for some reason, something falls off the trailer or Aunt Edna falls off the roof of the car. Right. If that happens, what's the proper way of retrieving those items from the road? Do you pull over? Do you Should you rush out yourself or should well, you make a phone call and, uh, and wait for police assistance? Listen, I, we recently had a crash. I think it was in the Baton Rouge area. Uh, a, a roof rack fell off of the vehicle that this gentleman was driving. He made the turn at Segan, went back, tried to run into the roadway and, and grab the rack. Mm-hmm. 18-wheeler coming, 18-wheeler 
tries to avoid him by steering. He ran right into the path of the 18-wheeler and was run over. Oh. So, oh. yeah, yeah, horrible, horrible, horrible situation, right? And then you start to ask yourself, was that was that really worth it? And, and you know, the question is, I don't know if it really was worth it, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right, Ian. What is the safest way to do it? Now, look, we, we have to get objects and debris out the roadway all the time. Sometimes it's at the at the bottom of a hill. That's a dangerous, dangerous situation. That's why it's so important when you see a trooper on the side of the road or emergency personnel with their lights on. You might not see anything else around there, but you need to start really raising your awareness to what's going on. It could be something in the roadway. It could be traffic slowing down up ahead. But a lot of times we'll run into that roadway, grab that debris, and try to try to get it out. Now, sometimes we'll block the whole roadway if it's not mm-hmm. a crazy busy roadway with a, a high speed coming at you. But, you know, it's a, it's a really dangerous situation. So getting back to your point, I think if you're not too sure if it's a really heavy traffic, I think it'd be a, a good time to call 911, get some assistance out there. And we'll we'll try to control traffic while it, while that object is removed. And you know, good idea. Um, now that there are eight million videos of everything on mm. YouTube, you know, if you're mm. looking for some advice and not really mm-hmm. sure, I mean, you can look for some great tips mm-hmm. on how to, you know, do you use the bungee cords? Do you use the straps? And you know, it'll give you a lot of great advice on what you should do versus what you shouldn't do. I think a lot of people don't under, uh, or they underestimate the yep. forces involved with wind and driving mm-hmm. and speeds. Hold your hand out the window at 25 miles an hour, <laughs> open your palm flat and put it directly in the wind and see how much force is built up on, along you. So it's a lot. Yeah. This is my point. It's a lot. I so, found out that bad right. hard way, as I mentioned. That's yeah, correct. I think we kind of both know. Oops. Right. Oh, man. Right. You know, so, you know, broken windshields is the minimum, you know, minimal thing, but um, so what do you do if it does? If you witness something fall off the trailer, it's important to get identifiers, license plate, because if you're going to file, if you're going to try to file something against that person's insurance, or, you know, for that, we got to have something to go with, uh, some company, some license plate, something. If you don't have that, then there's no real person to file, especially if you have liability only. If you have mm-hmm. a collision, obviously yours is going to cover your own vehicle for that reason. Um a lot of times it's not really necessary to have an accident report for something like that. You know, most insurance companies will, will take care of it. I know I spoke to my insurance company when a deer ran on the roadway, right? And oh they were like, God. no, you don't need a crash report. Just, you know, take Just, some pictures yeah. or whatever and, you know, report it. But, you know, if when in doubt, call. And, yeah. And obviously law enforcement will go out and check it out. Blaine has a question. He's kind of curious. He um, has driven behind dump trucks mm-hmm. and they may have a sign that says, yeah. stay back 100 feet, not responsible for broken windshields, he's wondering, is that yeah, legal? Is that, <laughs> is it, right, yeah. right. They're still responsible for, for the loads that mm. they carry. So a lot of times once they fill, they'll have a broom, they'll have things, and they'll knock all that extra debris off the roadway. Mm. I mean, off the, off the bump or off the side of the vehicle. A lot of times before we haul excavators, things like that, they'll scrape those, they'll try to scrape those, those cleats off, mm-hmm. make sure that nothing falls off. It's hard to get everything off, obviously. So... I would I would definitely recommend not following a dump truck for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of construction going on in the median right now on I-10. You have dump trucks pulling in and out. Uh, obviously, you always want to be aware of those whenever you're on the interstate in a construction zone. They can at any time slow down and turn in or pull out onto the road. Yeah, I know. So all, obviously, you want to pick that up. But but Blaine does have a good point. Does that Does that one little sign release them from liability? I don't think so. But obviously, we want to heed that warning to stay away. Yeah. 
and just kind of do the the thing of yeah, maybe just don't follow them. Yeah, that's I switch to yeah. another lane. Get another just lane. Stay as Back far away. away as possible. Switching gears here, at Trooper Goss, and I'm sure by now you've seen some of the videos out of Baton Rouge and New Orleans from the weekend with people doing donuts and other. Yeah, my blood pressure went up a little bit. I had to stop watching. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the comments on some of the social media posts, people asking, why not just run over them? Not exactly the smartest thing to do. So for those who may find themselves in a situation like this, whether it's out of town or possibly in Lafayette, because we've already seen one instance of this happening in Lafayette over the last few months, what should you do in that situation if you're caught in that traffic, you're at the front of the line and blocked? Do you call and wait for police assistance? I, I, is, I, do you have any? Is there a right to go through? What What does the law say about that? So you still have to drive with due regard, no matter what. So you know, if you know you're going to press on the accelerator and hit somebody like that, and it's you, you, you can control the situation. Obviously, you have to drive with due regard. Uh, they're not supposed to be there. I understand that. Um, I, obviously, I'm not going to give them permission to go run over someone, mm-hmm. but. You know, uh, it, it's a scary situation. I, I, I know I, I feel for the people that are right there. Obviously, call 911 as soon as you can. Let them know what's going on. Um, I think there's going to be a lot more of that just because of copycat mm-hmm. situations, um, unfortunately. So, you know, always being aware and being alert. But absolutely, call 911 as soon as you can. You know? Yeah. And uh, for all those people who have uh, younger people, who have cars or, mm-hmm. you know, that that might be your insurance that's covering that car. Might want to think about that and talk right. to your kids about that. And maybe they need to find something else to do. That's always and that's a, all of our insurance rates going up there. Oh, absolutely. Too. That's, a, you know, and that's the danger with, with buying young kids or even young adults who are maybe <laughs> have that need for speed, uh, yeah. a, 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 a strong, <laughs> powerful vehicle. You know, it's just it's just the the. the the thrill of that, I get it, but you know when you put in da- the public's life in danger, and look, somebody said, "Well, you know, nobody's getting hurt; they're just blowing off a little steam." I get it. What if there's an ambulance coming, and now that whole intersection is blocked, and time is of essence to get to the hospital or get to that person? You know, you're putting people's lives in risk. Yes. Either way. Either and way. with that in mind, should they put someone's life in risk, or someone dies because an emergency vehicle can't get through? I would imagine the people blocking an intersection could face charges uh, related to that death. Correct? I, I would. I would assume so. That's kind of beyond my 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 scope, my knowledge. But you know, it's it most definitely seems so. You know, you have a, a a citation for if you stop illegally in the roadway. You know, you're blocking obviously uh, commerce. You're blocking a roadway. Um, that's a citation in, in itself. And so, if something happens because of that, of that you broke that law and you caused whatever else. I don't see why that wouldn't be. Obviously, you know, civilly, there's a lot of issues that can follow. Just, you know, I can we can sue somebody for anything nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, absolutely, I, I could see that happening for sure. Well, Trooper Thomas Gosson has been our guest. Sir, thanks so much for your time today. It's, it's always enlightening because they're great reminders mm-hmm. and or a first time kind of thing because, you know, yeah. how long you know, has it been yeah. since you've done something like don't that? Don't think about it, right? You don't. Yeah. You don't. And all of a sudden, boop, that box is out of the Right. Car. You don't think about it until it's too late. And <laughs> yes. then at that point, it's too late. Yeah. I was just lucky that day that it was actually my sister right? driving behind me. Absolutely. Yeah. It's coming up now on 739 on Acadiana's Morning News. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. 
Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. It's coming up now on 743 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernie and Ian here with you this morning. All right. So, Ian, mm-hmm. here's a question for you. Answer. Yes. Um, so we were talking about our trivia earlier this morning. So I'm kind of curious. Do you have a favorite logo? You were talking about all these different logos um, when we first kind of started this hour. Do you have a favorite logo? Do I have a favorite logo? Ooh, I, I don't know if I have a favorite. There's some that are more iconic than others. There are some that that when you look at them, you know instantly what they are, and you know they're things of beauty. Then there, there's the occasional logo that makes you think, what the hell were they thinking? <laughs> so none that pops out of, at, at you as, as your favorite? No, there are none that pop out uh, mm-hmm. as being a quote-unquote favorite logo because growing up if if you've grown up uh, any time past the 1950s you've grown up in an era of commercialism in an era where logos are around you that's how uh, that's how you recognize things there's some people who don't know what the product is they don't know what they're selling you but they sure know who the company is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so let me ask you this um the miss pac-man you and i know that are you Mm -hmm. willing you, me, a couple of our other friends. Look, the prices range from about eh, $800 for a mini Miss Pac-Man to 3000 for a basic level Miss Pac-Man. You think 3, we can work it? That's yeah. it? Well, it's not going to be the, be- the best looking Miss Pac-Man ever, but it's doable. Should we go in and, and decide that we're going to finally do this? For only three grand, it's worth it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Look, oh. for, for $3,000, I am <laughs> amazed that it's that cheap. I, because Ms. Pac-Man, the, the game's now 40 years old. Right. I would imagine to find a console, even a, a, well, a, these on are a the scale of 1 ones. to 10, a 5, 5 and a half. No, these would be, be shelling the out, You'd be shelling out about five to six grand. Oh, yeah. They go up to like 15000 uh, okay. minimum for pristine used ones from our from the era. But if it's, you know, brand new, we could actually afford one of those maybe. I'm going to have to make a phone call and <laughs> and see if uh, James White, used to be the district manager for Bally's in Namco, if he may be able to procure one for us. I need to get him on the show to talk about what it was like to run an arcade in the mall for many a year. Oh, I bet it was frustrating. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it's coming up now on 7. 46 on Acadiana's Morning News. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. 
We've got ourselves a mostly sunny day today. I think a few fair weather clouds drifting their way through the area, not out of the question. Very similar looking forecast to what we ended up having yesterday. Not really much of a change out there in the overall pattern. I think the biggest thing is we're going to lose that breeze that we got to enjoy yesterday afternoon. Winds today are only going to be out of the south. They'll be at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Highs get to around 92. Heat index obviously going to be running much warmer than that. Overnight lows going to be down in the mid-70s, and it is going to be hot moving forward. We do see temperatures get into the mid-90s starting midweek, and that's going to be the case throughout the rest of the week as well. Looks like the next few days are going to be fairly dry. I think we could start to see a slow return of some of those scattered showers arriving maybe by the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPO. All right, real quick from the app chat. Oh, by the way, the KPL app is free in the app store. Deborah's like, okay, I think I listened to y'all too much. I was standing at a sporting event, and uh-huh. after the national anthem, she started humming the theme song to our show. <laughs> All right, good job, Deborah. Oh, Scott Club from Plays Oz, he checked in too. Hey, good morning, number two. Good morning. Yeah, Don, he's always checking in. Blaine asking some good questions this morning, so... Uh, you know, to everybody who apps uh, with us and has these chats, we just love it. We enjoy it so much. And if you don't have the app, like I said, it's very in the app store. And uh, you can just tell us whatever's on your mind. You can also use that on Thursday whenever we've got Warren Abadie back. We're going to talk yes. traffic. We didn't get to cover as much traffic as we wanted to last week. So you're burning traffic questions this Thursday. So the areas that bug you. Give us your comments, your questions, your concerns. So go download the KPL app again, free in the app store. It's easy enough to do. Mostly sunny today. Only 10% of us might experience a little pop-up shower high at 92. Mostly clear for tonight, low at 75. Mostly sunny, looking good right now. Almost as good as Ian Ozan. 75 degrees at KPL. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Around the world, markets are mixed today. Wall Street made gains Monday, but stock futures are down this morning ahead of the opening bell. Big box store Target is canceling orders from suppliers. It's purportedly slashing prices to clear out amassed inventory ahead of the critical fall and holiday shopping seasons. Americans are apparently shifting away from spending on home improvement products, instead focusing on traveling and nights out on the town. That includes dressier clothing. Oil prices are higher today. The global supply is expected to be even tighter as China eases its latest round of COVID restrictions. This is gas prices continue to skyrocket. AAA puts the nationwide average for a gallon of regular now at $4.92. That's up a nickel from just a day ago. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Tom Graham, invested in you. After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. Phone lines are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 
323-2142. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app, free in the App Store or Google Play. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. On Friday, the EPA announced that starting this year, oil refiners will have to switch from 10% ethanol to 15% ethanol in the fuel you put into your car. Now, 40% of the corn grown in the United States is already used for ethanol, and raising that amount will just increase the need for more corn. So now we're going to put 60% of the corn we grow in this country into our gas tanks. What do you think that will do to the price of food? And small refineries, they can't afford to make the switch. They will go out of business. What do you think that will do for prices? Look, this is on purpose. They are hurting you on purpose, and they are fueling up on your blood, sweat, and tears. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Fox. On News Talk 96.5 KPEL and streaming live at KPEL96.5.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Wanting more control over guns. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. This country can't look away. From what you have to go through as kids. Democratic Senator Chris Murphy at an anti-gun rally at the Capitol yesterday calling for new restrictions. Next hour at the Senate, gun violence will be an issue along with domestic terror. At a hearing following the Buffalo, New York supermarket massacre, the son of one of the victims will testify. Most of them were black. The accused gunman is white. Tomorrow, another hearing will focus specifically on guns. Senate negotiators working on a deal that could close some background check loopholes and secure schools. Republican Senator John Cornyn. We're not talking about restricting the rights of current law-abiding Gun owners. The House is getting ready to vote on its own package, but it's got little hope of passing in the Senate. Fox's Jill Nato. A lot of Americans will go vote today. There are primary elections in seven states as gas prices surge another nickel today to another record high. AAA's national average for regular now just shy of four ninety two a gallon. Since May tenth, every day aside from one has brought new record gas price highs. In thirteen states plus DC, the cost of a gallon is now over five dollars. Fox's Alex. Alexandria Hoff diesels also a record high 568 per gallon. Another caravan of migrants headed to the U.S. border in what's been an over a year long surge. Chanting liberty in Spanish, a large migrant caravan stretching some three miles long departs southern Mexico, undeterred by bad weather. This for us is nothing. It can rain, it can thunder, nobody will stop us. Mexican National Guard line the road, not stopping their march. Organizers say it's nearly 10,000 strong, with 80% of the migrants from Venezuela. Fox's Griff Jenkins, the leaders of Venezuela, Cuba, Nicaragua, not invited to the Summit of the Americas this week in Los Angeles. Mexico's President Jack C. won't go either. America's listening to Fox News. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi. Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with Gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. 
big news. Greta Van Susteren is back. She's the host of Newsmax's new show, The Record with Greta Van Susteren. Starting June 14th, Greta reports on the really big stories you need to know. She's smart, tough, and always fair. Get the latest info about her new show. Text the word Greta to 39747. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. Find it on all major cable systems and streaming platforms. Don't miss this. Text Greta to 39747 now. Texting enrolls for automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. The CDC is even more concerned about monkeypox after a rare outbreak of the virus outside Africa. Many of the cases are being investigated for possible sexual transmission between men. The CDC says there are more than 30 confirmed cases of monkeypox in the U.S. as of Monday and has raised it to a level two alert. CDC officials recommend that travelers wear masks, but caution that monkeypox is not on the same level of concern as COVID-19. Thousands of monkeypox cases are seen each year in Africa, but health officials say it has now spread to every continent except Antarctica. Its symptoms are like the flu before those who are infected develop a painful rash, swollen lymph nodes, and lesions. The World Health Organization says the time period between when someone's exposed to monkeypox and when symptoms appear can be anywhere from 5 to 21 days. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could drop Dow futures down more than 200 points. Deshaun Watson, the star NFL quarterback who got a record contract after being traded from Houston to Cleveland despite off-the-field sexual misconduct controversy, is facing yet another accuser. A 24th lawsuit has been filed against Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson, accusing him of inappropriate sexual conduct during a massage session. This latest lawsuit also references comments that Watson's lawyer Rusty Harden made on a Houston radio station last week, alluding to certain sexual acts during a massage as not being illegal. Harden has since walked back those remarks. Leah Graham, also serving as an attorney for Watson, continued to defend the Browns quarterback to Fox 8 Cleveland, noting the support he's received from other therapists. Mr. Watson did not have sexual relations of any kind with any of the 18 therapists who were brave enough to come out and stand with him. This is as the NFL has concluded their interview of Watson related to their investigation. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. In the NHL playoffs, Colorado beat Edmonton in overtime 6-5 to complete a sweep. The Avalanche will play for the Stanley Cup now against the Eastern Conference champ. The New York Rangers lead Tampa Bay 2-1 in that series. Game 4 it will be tonight. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It's 8.05 in the morning. Bernie, what's our temperature on the back porch right now? Oh, well, it is a beautiful, mostly sunny day with 75 degrees. Pretty nice. It is pretty nice, but it's going to get a lot hotter as we go through the day. Partly cloudy, high of 92, 10% chance of showers late in the day. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a few minutes for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. The big story this morning is redistricting. A federal judge throws out Louisiana's new congressional map. Middle District Judge Shelley Dick ruled that maps would pose substantial harm to minority voters like the plaintiffs. As a result, she gave lawmakers two weeks to draw a new congressional plan that includes a second majority minority district. Governor John Bell Edwards says he will call a special session to make sure that lawmakers comply with that order. Your news update brought to you by... By Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act, but is required by basic fairness and basic math, and that is to come in and redraw the district. Governor Edwards vetoed the new congressional map at the time. He said it was unfair to keep the status quo of only one majority-minority district when one-third of Louisiana's population identified as non-white. That, by that logic, would require a second majority-minority district. Lawmakers overrode Edwards' veto, leading to the lawsuit. 
Attorney General Jeff Landry says his office has filed a notice of appeal with the Fifth Circuit Appellate Court. In a tweet, Landry says he believes Judge Dick, quote, erred in her decision, end quote. The regular legislative session is over, and as Kevin Gallagher reports, Republican lawmakers are reflecting on their victories. Arcadiana Republican Representative Blake Miguez says the first post-pandemic session was a doozy. A plethora of different diverse issues that we've debated. Billions in pandemic dollars and hurricane relief have flowed into Louisiana, creating a huge revenue surplus. And so... We're going to see a lot of money be invested into Louisiana's infrastructure that will produce multitude for our economy down the road. He says GOP members got a transgender athlete bill through to the governor's desk, amended to be less stringent than the one he vetoed last year. So we're looking forward to the governor reconsidering that bill and hopefully letting that become law or sign that into law. Miguez says it would take hours to cover all the things that were worked on this session. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Miguez mentioned the transgender athlete bill. Governor Edwards says he will allow that bill to become law without his signature. Edwards says he believes lawmakers would override him if he were to veto the bill for a second time. Senate Bill 44 was going to become law whether or not I signed it or vetoed it. And I think it's unfortunate, but it is where we are. Edwards added that if lawmakers really wanted fairness for women, they would have passed an equal pay bill. Happening tonight, the Lafayette City Council will discuss how the Guillory administration has handled recent drainage projects. Specifically, the agenda item calls for the council to discuss public bid law, contracts, and legal services related to those projects. This after a report in the current last week. The online outlet reported that LCG may have skirted public bid law for the St. Martin Parish Spoil Banks project. According to the report, LCG did not bid out that project. Instead, the re- the Guillory administration, according to that report, had to had the work completed under an as-needed excavation contract. Last week on Acadiana's Morning News, Mayor President Josh Guillory maintained the work was performed legally. Also at City Hall tonight, the city and parish councils will meet in a joint session to review the annual audit. We reported last week that the audit found instances of dedicated tax dollars being misspent and problems with federal fund reporting. Mayor President Guillory told us last week on, a, on Lafayette Live that those problems were the result of clerical errors. Errors that, he says, have since been fixed. The council separately will introduce redistricting ordinances. Each council will consider four different plans. All of those plans maintain the status quo of five city districts and five parish districts. In Jeff Davis Parish, state troopers are looking for the driver who struck and killed a bicyclist near Welsh. It happened around 8.30 Monday morning on LA 1126 near Farm Supply Road. Jerry Hughes died after being hit from behind. Call state police if you have information. Happening tomorrow in Scott, a public meeting to discuss the Apollo Road Roundabout project. The discussion will entail the road closure at Rudabellier and Dulles Drive to allow work to begin and the detour routes that the city will set up. That's tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, at the Scott Event Center. In Lafayette, more delays along Ambassador Caffrey are coming this weekend. The northbound lanes between Settlers Trace Boulevard and Dover Boulevard will see alternating lane closures from Friday night at 8 to Monday morning at 6. Crews will be patching the pavement. In sports, LSU is out of the NCAA baseball tournament. They lost to Southern Miss 7-6 on Monday. Women's College World Series finals are set. Texas will take on Oklahoma. Texas beat Oklahoma earlier this season, giving the Sooners their first loss. The Sooners, though, got revenge just a few days ago. They beat the Longhorns in the second round of the tournament. A quick note in terms of boxing. Uh, The WBA, IBF, and WBC Bantamweight Championships were online just about a half an hour ago. And if you blink, you missed the fight. Naoya Inoue beat Nonito Donaire to unify the three belts and to stake his claim as 
one of the best, if not the best, pound-for-pound fighter in the world. Inoue won that fight with, uh, let's see, with the knockout in the second round at about the one-minute, 48-second mark of the second round to win the championships. And this one, Bernie, is a bit of a difficult one for me to swallow oh, because why? Bonito Donaire yeah. fought in Lafayette about three years ago as part of the World Boxing Super Series, if you remember mm. that event at the Cajun Dome. Aww. Had a chance to meet him. Uh, really nice guy. And uh, he's nearing 40 years old. He'll be turning 40 in about four months from now. So uh, this very well may be his last go-around, his last fight. And if it is, he'll finish with 42 wins, six losses, 28 wins by knockout, Two-time uh, world bantamweight champion, held the WBA belt, also held the WBC belt, which is the belt he lost just a moment ago to Mr. Inoue. But uh, Noya Inoue, one of the best pound-for-pound fighters in the world, beating Nonito Donaire, uh, one minute, 48 seconds, round number two, that fight in Japan to win the WBA, IBF, and WBC bantamweight belts. Wow. For those of you who care about the boxing. I gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, uh, and I, again, I mentioned that only because Nonito Donaire has that title laugh yet from three years ago. Uh, Powerball. $210 million jackpot. Nobody won the big one last night, so it rises for Wednesday. Mega Millions tonight at $207 million. If you bought a Powerball ticket in Hammond last night, check it. Somebody there won $50,000. Wow. So there you go. And let's see. Uh, do we want to do, let's see. Do we want to do another animal rescue, or do we want to go to the Illinois Highway Patrol for our end finally, Bernie? Uh Let's go to the Highway Patrol, see what's going on with them. All right, so we go to Illinois for this one. Uh-huh. State police were called to a crash just outside Joliet. Okay. State police, Indiana, or excuse me, Illinois State Police said an 18-wheeler was traveling westbound on Interstate 80 around 3 in the morning Monday. 18-wheeler, for unknown reasons, went into the median and rolled over on the driver's side. Okay, that's not and good. And in the process, yeah. the 18-wheeler lost its load. Oh, that's not good. Would you like to guess what it was carrying? A uh, bunch of bananas? Uh, no. <clears throat> but you're you're uh, in the close? right area. Come on, seriously? A huh? bunch of apples, maybe? Or no. oranges? Try 7,700 pounds of frozen pies. Oh, man. Okay, so... How does one clean that up? And do people just run out there and be like, hey, I want one of those? I don't know how you clean it up in Illinois. <laughs> but if you were to have an 18-wheeler full of frozen pies overturn in Lafayette, right? all you have to do is let the pies sit on the pavement for about three hours, cut the pies up, and eat them. That's how you clean the scene. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Where's the milk truck crash when we need it, though, right next to it. Oh, don't occur. Ooh. Don't say that out loud because, you know, doggone well it's going to happen. Well, You're that's a good will point. You're going to into being. Okay, I take it back. I take it back. The milk is fine. All the milk is fine. We can go to the store and buy our own pie of milk. <laughs> yes, there you go. And if, if you go to Costco, you can get all the milk and pie you want. That's right. There you go. You're right. Okay, good point. Mm, I like so, you. So there you go. It is uh, that is that is what you do. Just go to Costco, get it all done, knock it out. And if you're <laughs> if you go to Costco and you go in the right section, maybe you can find a 22 year old Scotch for uh, for a good price. Ooh, now you're talking. Yeah. Okay. I like the way you're thinking. All right. Coming up, we're going to talk with Francesca Phoenix from Clico and talk about how do we save on our bills for. Our utilities, especially since it's so hot. Brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. Okay. 
Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana today. Those temperatures are going to be pushing their way into the lower 90s. Winds are from the south at about 5 to 10 miles an hour, staying fairly quiet and fairly dry out there and actually getting hotter as we go through the rest of the week. We've got some pretty decent heat on the way, mid-90s, as we start to get into the middle and later parts of the work week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. I don't know. The computer, Ian, it's been acting a little kooky today. That's Floyd playing with us. I was going to say, I know part of it is me, user error, because I clicked the wrong button a minute ago, but that one could have been Floyd. All right, let me try traffic. (laughs) News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, a couple of hot spots uh, earlier. A little fender bender, Louisiana Avenue at I-10 westbound. Louisiana Avenue at I-10 westbound. So watch out in that area. Also this morning, a little fender bender reported this is on Kali Saloon Road. Kali Saloon Road, sort of pretty doggone close to Ambassador. So Kali Saloon, very close to Ambassador Caffrey. Make sure you're buckling up, keeping it safe. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you. And all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at WestBatonRouge.net. That's WestBatonRouge.net. Coming up now on 820, Acadiana's Morning News. Bernie and Ian here with you. Good morning again, Ian. Good morning. Morning, Bern. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm awake. I've had at least two cups of coffee, and I am ready to face the day. Okay. Now, speaking of facing the day. Okay. Look, let's face it. It's it's hot outside. It's only going to get hotter. Uh, I know this because that's what we do in Louisiana in the summer. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, uh, how, how, what's the way we can say it nicely? nicely? We're going to sweat yeah. our bazooms off? Yes, that's a nice way to put it. Yes, our bazooms. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, uh, joining us on the line, Francesca Phoenix with Coleco is joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Bernie and Ian. How are you all this morning? We are well, well, thank you. Well, yeah. Okay, so it's it's going to be a warm one, 92 for today, and we know it's not going to let up. And So are there some kind of tips and strategies, Miss Fran, that you could share with us on how we might be able to cut the cost of what we have to pay for, you know, getting that air conditioner running? Definitely. Thank you for having me this morning. As you said, that um, temperatures are rising. We're approaching the summer months. And we recently launched a campaign called Watt, W-A-T-T, Matters. And it's an energy savings campaign that we feel will help customers manage their usage and lower their bills. And so... On yesterday, we issued a second press release. The first press release was about replacing items with more energy-efficient items. So the campaign has five focus areas. 
keep it in, replace it, turn it off, unplug it, and budget for it. And so for the next three weeks, we'll be talking about turning it off. And by turn it, turning it off, Bernie and Ian, we mean, you know, when you leave a room, we don't always turn off the light. We leave appliances plugged in like television, fans, laptops, tablets, cell phones, and game consoles. I know my son has a one of those <laughs> PS4s, and he keeps it plugged on. I'm constantly plugged in. I'm constantly going in and turning it off and turning it off. Because what happens is we don't realize it. But anything that's plugged in is still consuming energy. And so while your cell phone may be fully charged, if it's plugged in, you're still pulling what we call KWH, kilowatt hours. And I, when we were talking before the call started, you asked me about a watt. Well, the the point of the campaign is that every watt matters. And so watt is electricity, and the kilowatt hours is how we measure the watts you use. So your meter tells the company this is your consumption and so every watt matters that's the whole premise behind the watt matters energy savings campaign and we're not just giving customers tips we're also telling them about programs that they may not have been aware of one of those programs is our on-site weatherization assessment and so that is something that we offer customers we used to offer it a long time ago and we brought it back a couple of years ago and what happens is and i've had it at my own home they um we have some professional contractors that we contract with and they're throughout our service territory and you can go to clico.com and you're going to see a link on the home page that says what matters if you click on it you will see five of the, those five focus areas that i mentioned and if you click on like the first one it says keep it in weatherization there is a link that'll take you to the form to sign up for weatherization and in my opinion that's one of the first steps because when we talk about lowering your bills and usage, well, you got to make sure your home is tight and it's sealed up really tight. And that's what the contractors come out and do. They do an assessment of your home and they, they actually make changes and make improvements there on the spot. You'll get some LED bulbs. They will look at the insulation in your attic. They will um, do some caulking for you because what you don't want to do is run your AC unit and then you have cracks and little uh, places where the air can escape because that means you're wasting energy that energy should stay in your home you want the cool air to stay in and the hot air to stay out and so that that's me and, and my two minute spiel on what the campaign is about mm -hmm. and other programs include like our online home energy audit. Like some customers may not want someone to come in their home because of COVID, you know, we're still in the pandemic. Sure. So you can go online and do a 10 minute assessment and get some of that same information. We also have budget billing. A lot of, we have a lot of customers that are eligible for budget billing and they're not signed up. It, it is an opportunity or a way to keep your bill levelized. They, we, we will take your 12 month history. You have to have 12 months of history and they will, the system will average your bill so that you pay about the same every month. So that's what this campaign is about. And 
Bernie, we are sending it out in three-week increments. So, like I said, for the next three weeks, we're talking about turn it off, turn off appliances that are not being used. And then after that, we're going to talk about unplug it, which is a similar um, strategy or similar message because it all ties back to um, conserving energy. But um, in the focus area called unplug it, it's about going to our website and clicking on what's called marketplace.com. That's a site where Clico actually has energy efficient devices and appliances that customers can purchase at a significant discount. We're not per se making money off of it. It's part of our duty to serve. Um, we are regulated by the Public Service Commission and they want us to do things and provide services to customers, which we want to too, to help them conserve energy. So if you don't take advantage of the on-site weatherization assessment or the online home audit or clicomarketplace.com, you're leaving benefits on the table. And so by unplugging, you can get what's called a smart strip where the the plug or the outlet will actually shut your stuff down for you if it's not in use. So all of those are things that customers can do because we're all busy. Yep. And, you know, when it comes to conservation, you talk about it, but it's hard to sometimes implement, not because you don't want to, just because you're, you're a mom, you're a dad, you're working. I know, I understand. I had to drop my son off at a camp this morning before 8 o'clock. I was, like, coming in the parking lot on two wheels. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, you think about all this, this, but it really does matter because here's the, the, the thing. You cannot... Right now, we're seeing fuel costs like we've never seen fuel costs before. And by fuel costs, I mean the fuel that we use to generate electricity. A lot of customers may not be aware, but when we run our power plants, it takes fuel to run them like natural gas, right? That's impacting so much right now. Natural, the price of natural gas has literally doubled since the beginning of the year. And so customers are going to start seeing the impact that on their bill because if you look at your Clico bill, there are multiple line items on the bill, and one of those line items is an energy charge and a fuel charge. The energy charge is what you're using and consuming via the meter. The fuel charge is what the company pays for the natural gas that we need to operate the power plants to get the electricity to you. Some companies may not have it broken out on the bill. We do. So customers can see their fuel charge as well as their energy charge. And what we do is we calculate the fuel rate. That means what did we pay that month for fuel to operate our facility? And then there, it is billed to the customer, right? And it's multiplied times the usage. So no matter what's on your bill, it's all tied back to usage. And so that's why every watt really does matter. So even with fuel rates being high, if you manage your usage, you should see some benefit there because the lower the usage, do you understand the but if regardless and I don't want to say regardless because we don't want the fuel rates to be, you know, high, but Whatever that rate is, it's going to be multiplied times a thousand, mm -hmm. times fifteen hundred, times two thousand. Those are the the different. You know, everyone consumes a different amount of electricity. But um, you know, if you use two thousand kilowatts, for example, that's going to be multiplied times your fuel rate. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. 
It definitely does. Ian? Now, Francesca, for some people who have surge protectors, they have their items plugged into surge protectors, uh, they may be thinking they're good, the surge protector will take care of them, but in terms of saving power, it's always better to flip that switch off. What other advice, aside from flipping off switches and unplugging devices, can people do that'll save them some time while saving them money? Definitely use LED bulbs. I replaced all of the bulbs in my home as when I had the on-site weatherization. And, and you're not going to get like 20 bulbs, but you'll get some. And then you can go to clicomarketplace.com and you can purchase some other LEDs at a, at a discount. Because if you go in the store, LEDs are, they're not $2. Right. They're not, you know, they're, but they're, they last so long. So the benefit, you know, definitely outweighs maybe a little bit more of, that, uh, of the upfront cost for them. I would definitely recommend, or Clico recommends LED bulbs. We recommend smart thermostats. You know, we're um, definitely take advantage of that technology that can help you, those smart strips, smart thermostats. We recommend smart sockets. And those are all like what I would call things that are available at our clicomarketplace.com. If you go there, you can look around. It's an online um, store, basically. And uh, Clico has had it for a couple of years. We don't, we, we use it as a way to help our customers save energy and you get instant rebates. Some other things that customers can do, we have a what I call a rebate, it's called a rebate and plan. And so let's say you have a device or an appliance such as a, a water heater or that's old and outdated. Well, if you replace it, you can get a rebate from Clico. Again, that information is on our website on Clico.com. Our energy efficiency program is called PowerWise, right? So PowerWise you could look at as like the legs and the feet of the What Matters campaign because we're giving you tips, but we're also telling you about programs and the website, marketplace.com, and all of that goes with our PowerWise program. While we're promoting What Matters right now, PowerWise is available to customers year-round. So replacing old devices, um, purchasing a smart thermostat, purchasing uh, uh smart strip. Those are all things that customers can do throughout the year, not just during the summer months. But we're just focusing and um, reemphasizing a lot of those programs because we are in the summer months. And during the summer months, usage increases. We use more because we live in the South. It is hot and the experts are predicting a hotter than normal summer. So we definitely want to give and equip our customers with the most information that we can to help them manage their usage. Because remember, every watt matters, and whatever we're built on our bill, our energy rate, our fuel rate, it all ties back to how much electricity we consumed in that month. Yes, it does. Francesca Phoenix joining us on Acadiana's Morning News this morning. Francesca, we appreciate the time. Before we let you go, though, you mentioned your son has a PS4. When are you going to get him a PS5? <laughs> Ian, I said a four. I think it is a five. Okay, there you go. That's the right answer. That's that that's the, the that's the right answer. Is that the, is that the one that nobody could get? Like you, people were like 
looking for them and scouring the internet, and they were in such high demand. If that's that describes one, every PlayStation known to uh, known to man. So, <laughs> so either way, he's doing good. And God bless you for being a mama, because it's probably not easy. Oh, to keep up with all oh, that stuff. <laughs> burn it, burn it. He's thirteen, and it is, it is. It, you know, you have to stay on top of social media. You got to watch what they're watching via those video games. And as I said, you know, and then they have cell phones. So it's a full-time job. It definitely is. But <laughs> I am watching our watch because, you know, I have to pay my Quico bill, too. <laughs> and every watt does matter. And I'm trying to teach them about energy conservation. So it's a full-time job. I do not doubt it. Francesca, uh, Francesca Phoenix with Clico, thanks for your time today. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Bernie. I'd love to come back and talk about some of our other focus areas It is move throughout the campaign. It's a date. We will make that you got happen. It. All right. Y'all have a great one. Thanks, you too. You too. Thanks, Francesca. It's coming up now on 8 to 35. Look, that's a good thing, too, getting the, uh, the assessment done. And then, you know, just even the little things, all that stuff really adds up. You know, that's great. Yeah, it does. And that's the one thing that you don't realize. We know turn off the TV, turn off the lights, but that that wasted energy when you leave something plugged in that doesn't need to be plugged, mm-hmm. just just uh, unhook it, undo I'm, it, from, uh, take it out the wall, and, and you can save a lot of money just that way. You know what's going to happen, right? The minute mm-hmm. I, I get home today, I'm going around I'm plugging everything. Yeah, I, I already I already know it. I'm looking at surge protectors here in the in the mobile studio. And I'm like, okay, we gotta we gotta start flipping some switches off at I nine o'clock. That. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming up now at eight thirty six on Acadiana's morning news. Okay, so tonight there is an awesome event that is happening over at the Cajun Dome Convention Center, and it's uh, the Taste of Eat Lafayette event. Now, the Taste of Eat Lafayette event is 30 restaurants who are going to be there offering wonderful samples. You get to sample all of it, have a great time, and it's in conjunction with the 7th Annual Louisiana Cook-Off Championship. So you get to watch this actual cooking happening on site. You can get your tickets over at the Cajun Dome box office, you know, jump on Ticketmaster, find them there. But Caller 5 is going to win a pair of tickets. Because Ian said so. So, caller five, you are going to win a pair of tickets to tonight's event. You will have so much fun sampling all the delicious food at this Taste of Lafayette event. Oh, my goodness. All right, caller five, you're going to win two tickets to tonight's event. Caller five, two, three, two. One five four two. News Talk ninety six five KPL broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Looking for uncommon talent? Meet the grads of life. They're not the typical candidates you're used to, but they're exactly who your company needs. An ideal fit for entry-level positions, internships, and even mentorships. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn more. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. 
We've got ourselves a mostly sunny day today. I think a few fair weather clouds drifting their way through the area, not out of the question. Very similar looking forecast to what we ended up having yesterday. Not really much of a change out there in the overall pattern. I think the biggest thing is we're going to lose that breeze that we got to enjoy yesterday afternoon. Winds today are only going to be out of the south. They'll be at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Highs get to around 92. Heat index obviously going to be running much warmer than that. Overnight lows going to be down in the mid-70s, and it is going to be hot moving forward. We do see temperatures get into the mid-90s starting midweek, and that's going to be the case throughout the rest of the week as well. Looks like the next few days are going to be fairly dry. I think we could start to see a slow return of some of those scattered showers arriving maybe by the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Partly sunny skies, 78 degrees here at KPEL. Our weather update being brought to you by Ross Tire and Service, saving the day once again. Okay, look, do you need some people you can trust? Yes, everybody does when it comes to automotive repairs or fixing a dent that's in your car, getting new tires for your car. The straightforward and very kind gentlemen over at Ross Tire and Service are the best. So something was happening. I, I was like, okay, wait. So the car is turning over and it, it, it's like, it, okay, so it turns over, the engine's on, but then it stalls out. And I'm like, what is going on? And apparently it was like, there's too much hot air or, okay, no, that's me. Um so it, the, the, they know what to do. So I describe all of this to them. And uh, I talked to Steven yesterday at Ross Tire and Service. He's like, it's okay. Because it's just the mass airflow sensor. And I'm like, okay, a mass airflow sensor. Sounds good. And see, that's why they're the professionals with all the years of expertise. Because you call them and you describe it. And they're like, oh, yeah. We know what that is. We know how to fix it. We'll take care of it. Ross Tire and Service at 2214 Cully Saloon Road. And the best part is you can check out their Facebook page. You need a quote for something, you can get it through there too. So they really work with you whatever way is necessary for you to get the job done to make your vehicle keep going. And let's face it, everybody's keeping their cars a little bit longer these days. So you got to have a great team behind you. Trust the team at Ross Tire and service. So whether it's, you know, like the tire just fell off and you need a new tire or you need all new tires for the summer, you can go to grandma's house or if you have a mass airflow sensor problem. Did you know about the mass airflow sensor problem, Ian? Did you know that I have too much hot air? <laughs> isn't that why, why isn't that the reason why we work in talk radio? <laughs> I had the failed mass airflow. I didn't, I, my airflow was failed and it was massive and I was miscalculating. That's why my vehicle was jerking and stalling and hesitating. I'm so glad I have those guys. Really, seriously, they're the kindest people ever because that's what I do. I send these messages that are like, okay, wait, so it started and then I tried to hit the accelerator and it wouldn't go anywhere and it just died. And I've tried it like three times. They're like, it's okay. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Ross Tire service some of the kindest people ever on the planet. RossTireLafayette.com. And you can chat right with them. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. Double checking what's happening in our traffic. All right. We got a little fender bender. It's Cully Saloon right by Ambassador Caffrey. That happened earlier. 
Kalisa Loom, right by Ambassador Caffrey. Other than that, things are moving smoothly. If you see something going on, let us know. You can call us 232-1542 or chat with us via the KPL News. Happy Tuesday, Acadiana. Bernie and Ian here with you this morning. So it's not Monday. Alright. No, it's not Monday. But you know, <laughs> yesterday on the show we talked about how California decided to classify bees as fish. Yes. To make sure that they're protected uh, under the environmental law. Because bees, even though they're not fish, they are invertebrates. And mm-hmm. uh, a judge expanded the law to include all uh, invertebrates, uh, animals without backbones. Uh, we neglected to mention someone who shall go unnamed mm. uh, messages in the at chat and said, so my boss is a fish? <laughs> nice. Well done. Well played. I won't name uh, I won't name that person, uh, but he or she wins a prize for the week for uh, for best app chat. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Pretty funny. <laughs> okay, so uh, I've got a Florida story for you. All right. Or I've got a Florida story for you. <laughs> we got a double doozy. <laughs> I figured I was like, yeah, today let me let me scope around on the Florida watch. Florida watch. It's like bear watch only. With fun people in Florida. Except I think bears have more sense than Florida people. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, for this one, if you're locked up in jail, you know, that typically might be a time for reflection. You know, you kind of reflect on the things you've done to get yourself locked up into jail. I mean, typically you do. And... You know, you're kind of sitting around probably wondering about your life and, and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's what I would do, right? Uh, a 59-year-old man got released from prison. He served eight years, and he was released last week. It uh, He was serving the eight years, apparently, for bank robbery. Okay, how long did it take for him to get back into jail? Well, yeah. Um, he He did have a new plan. He robbed another bank. The day. Boy, that's the genius. Yeah. The day after, literally the next day after getting out of jail, he robbed a bank and stole a car. Now, this time, they haven't caught up with him yet. So he had eight years to think about better planning, I guess, in this case. Right? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. If you're going to get out of jail and you're still going to be a crook, you may want to change your line of work. Yeah, maybe, you know. Maybe not stick to the MO. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, try something different, you know. All right, let's go to our second Florida story. I would be really mad. If I had a motorcycle and somebody came along and swiped it and stole it, I'd be pretty doggone mad. Mm -hmm. Um, Apparently, though, uh, it didn't take police very long to find this guy's motorcycle because it was parked in the garage of his girlfriend's house. This is hilarious. The man apparently was a big fat liar. He made up the story about the stolen motorcycle. No. Oh, yeah, he did. Wait. Here's why. He made up the story about this because he was trying to cover up an illicit romance that was going on. Yes. 
To make matters worse, the wife called the girlfriend who proceeded to roll the motorcycle out onto the driveway and brought it right over. And so the guy got obviously arrested. And got busted by yes. two jilted yes. women. So yes. I don't know yes. what's worse, uh, mm. the jilted, dual jilted <laughs> lovers or being arrested. At that point, maybe going to jail might be the better option. <laughs> yeah, because you know, hell hath no fury, you know. I mm-hmm. mean, you've heard that. All right, so on that note, that's going to wrap it up for the today. So. That'll do it for us. But yeah. you mentioned stolen vehicle. I'll leave you yes. with this one. Oh. I was on Twitter the other day. Apparently a public defender here in New Orleans mm-hmm. had uh, had her vehicle stolen. Oh. Police weren't doing anything about it. She tracked it on her app uh, oh. with uh, with the car and these newfangled cars. You can trap your vehicle through the app through the uh, through the make or yeah. through the maker. She found it. Hired an Uber, went back and stole back her own car. Oh, my gosh. Seriously, that's The only problem was the vehicle had been used in a murder, so it had to be impounded and taken in for evidence. my goodness. Oh. I mean, you can't make that story up, bro. That's crazy. It it sounds like the perfect sequel to The Big Lebowski. Yeah, totally. Or like some weird new Jason Statham movie or something. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's his girlfriend, you know? Yeah, well... I don't know. Maybe all we need is a guy uh, claiming that it was uh, calling the cops to say that his car was stolen and really was at the the other woman's place. I don't know. (laughs) That's all we need to finish it. God willing, if the checks don't bounce, we're back tomorrow from 6 until 9. Bernie will be here. I'll be here. And we'll have Wigan at Wednesday. We hope you're here, too. Yes, indeed. Come and join us again tomorrow. In the meantime, until we get to all chat with one another again, it's hard. It can be really hard sometimes, but... Can we try to love one another? Amen. All right. Have a great day, Acadiana. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon, next on News Talk 96.5. KPL. I'm Brandon Como, and you're locked into KPL. Get my take on the day's biggest stories alongside Shannon Wilkerson. Offsides, weekdays at 4 on News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. Investors are hoping to keep the momentum going on Wall Street after starting the week off with small but positive gains on Monday. Retail, though, taking a hit this morning. Target, Walmart, Nordstrom, Costco, and Macy's are all lower. Twitter is trending negative. Yesterday, the social media giant slipped 1.5% after Tesla CEO Elon Musk threatened to call off his deal to buy the company. Apple is rolling out its latest operating system, the iOS 16. It will allow users to edit and unsend text messages. So if you text something you regret, you can get a do-over. Users will also be able to mark already seen conversations as on red. And are you tired of buying new phone chargers for updated phones? European Union officials agreed today on rules requiring a uniform charging cord for smartphones. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Tom Graham, invested in you. After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers. 
at T. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. If you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen that'll save space in your cabinet, to learn more, visit simplegreen.com. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. On Friday, the EPA announced that starting this year, oil refiners will have to switch from 10% ethanol to 15% ethanol in the fuel you put into your car. Now, 40% of the corn grown in the United States is already used for ethanol, and raising that amount will just increase the need for more corn. So now we're going to put 60% of the corn we grow in this country into our gas tanks. What do you think that will do to the price of food? And small refineries, they can't afford to make the switch. They will go out of business. What do you think that will do for prices? Look, this is on purpose. They are hurting you on purpose, and they are fueling up on your blood, sweat, and tears. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Fox. On News Talk 96.5 KPEL. And streaming live at KPEL96.5.com. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Our Lady of Lords, where they believe your health lives in the story of your life. They listen. They heal. Visit LordsRMC.com. We listen. We heal. For more information. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Gas costs more, stocks are worth less. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. It's a return to selling on Wall Street. A day after slight gains, the Dow's falling about 200 points. The Nasdaq is down 63 as we keep paying more at the gas pump. Regulars up another nickel today to another record high. AAA's national average for regular just shy of 4.92 a gallon. It's over five bucks in 13 states in Washington D.C. As many Americans, including those polled, are wondering what more can be done to lower gas prices, officials here are saying we've already done it. Like tapping the strategic reserves. Fox's Peter Ducey at the White House, where President Biden tweeted America has achieved the most robust economic recovery in modern history. Americans just aren't buying the White House spin that the economy is great, though. In a new Wall Street Journal poll, 83% say the economy is either poor or not so good. But gas prices have more than doubled since Biden took office. A hearing's about to start in the Senate this hour into domestic terrorism. Following last month's massacre at a supermarket in Buffalo, New York, 10 people were killed, three injured. Most of them were black. The accused gunman is a white supremacist. Guns will also be in focus today. No other developed nation on earth 
has even a fraction of the mass shootings we have in the United States. Democratic Senator Dick Durbin will also preside over a hearing tomorrow on gun violence. The U.S. and South Korea flew 20 fighter jets off the Korean coast today in a warning to North Korea, which has been launching missile tests all year. The joint message to North Korea is that there will be a forceful response if it goes ahead with its first nuclear test explosion in nearly five years. The Biden administration has vowed to push for more international sanctions if North Korea goes ahead with the nuclear test, but with the U.N. Security Council divided, the prospect for meaningful punishment is not clear. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. People are voting in seven states today. Primaries in California, Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, New Mexico, New Jersey, South Dakota. America's listening to Fox News. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with Gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. Big news. Greta Van Susteren is back. She's the host of Newsmax's new show, The Record with Greta Van Susteren. Starting June 14th, Greta reports on the really big stories you need to know. She's smart, tough, and always fair. Get the latest info about her new show. Text the word Greta to 39747. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. Find it on all major cable systems and streaming platforms. Don't miss this. Text Greta to 39747 now. Texting enrolls for automated text messages. Message and data. We've got ourselves a pretty similar looking forecast to what we ended up having yesterday. Maybe a few degrees warmer out there with winds from the south at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. So we're going to lose a bit of that breeze that we got to enjoy yesterday afternoon. Mostly sunny skies. Highs are going to get to around 92. Humid outside as well, although we do stay fairly dry. Not much in the way of shower chances today. Same kind of thing coming up again for tomorrow, although I do think we start to get closer to the mid-90s by tomorrow and that's going to be the case moving forward through the rest of the week. A few spotty showers on the way for the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KP.